Hey guys, we'd like to remind you that the What's Up World podcast is sponsored by Paul and LaData Hunter, owners and operators of Whistle Stop Express and Livingstone Outreach Incorporated. Whistle Stop is located in Sand Gap, Kentucky. They sell gas, diesel, propane exchange tanks, and they carry a wide variety of automotive products. Pride dog food, several different types of livestock feed, including chicken, horse, goat, cattle, shelled and cracked corn, and more. Pick up your postage stamps while you're there, too. Their breakfast menu is served fresh every morning starting at 5 a.m., Monday through Friday, and 7 a.m. on the weekends. They close at 9 nightly. They offer the best quality deli meat sliced fresh to order. The phone number is 606-965-7613. Adjacent to Whistle Stop is Livingstone Outreach, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that focuses on meeting the needs of the community by providing clothing, food, hygiene products, etc. They are continually working to help others through youth programs and community projects. If you want to donate, call them at 859-582-3445 or stop by on your way through. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. All right, what's up, everybody? This is Danny coming back at you with uh, What's Up World. Uh, we've got a guy in the in the studio today, super interesting guy. He's been in town for the last week, you know. Yep, since Sunday. Uh, I actually meant to ask you, can we even talk about what's been going on? Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure. I know that there's been pictures, not of that one thing. Right. But there's been pictures of... That we'll talk about the rally. We'll talk about the rally. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Mr. Uh, Todd Zacker is in the studio. I met this guy at this event that I was just bringing up, and a really interesting guy. He's got his hands in a lot of different things, and uh, I wanted to get him on the podcast and talk about it. Also, how you doing, Mr. Zacker? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you being on the podcast. This is going to be a good one. I feel like. I hope so. This hope is really so. interesting stuff to me, what we was talking about before we uh, started recording, so I'm looking forward to it. <clears throat> oh, good, good. Uh, first of all, let's start off just where you, where was you born, where did you grow up at? Well, I grew up in Michigan, mm-hmm. um, out in a little town. It's called Bloomingdale. Bloomingdale. Uh, it makes McKee look like a metropolis. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. They had a blinking light that was taken out, and they put a stop sign in. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so we've got we've got a stoplight now. Right. <laughs> we, we, they don't have that. <laughs> wow, that's something else. That's hard to believe. You yep, know, yep. people around here think of our little small town, our one little one stoplight, and think oh, there's no smaller town than this right here. Oh, it's amazing. You know, traveling traveling <clears> the U.S. <throat> you know, what, what's what I think's really really cool about it is you travel, and it doesn't matter where you go, mm-hmm. the people are the same when you're dealing in small towns really are they? yeah 
Now, I've not done much traveling in my life. So that's interesting and good to hear, right. you know, that you, people I mean, have the same mentality. Right. You can be in upstate New York. Yeah. Or you can be in, you know, <clears throat> wherever, North Carolina, t- Kentucky, Tennessee, whatever. Yeah. It don't matter. It's it's all the same. That's refreshing. Mm-hmm. I know I love the people around here, so that's good. Yep. Yep. So, you know, just depending on the, the, the economic uh, yeah. stability of the area. Yeah, yeah. On, <laughs> you, 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 you do get a little bit of, you know, shady no matter where you go. It goes uh-huh. back to that 80-20 rule. But oh, yeah. Majority of the people are great people. Oh, that's good to hear. That's good to hear, especially this day and age, that there's a lot of good people out there because mm-hmm. you sure don't see them on the, on the news and on TV. You don't see a lot of good stuff on the TV. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, uh, uh, now you're a big motorcycle guy, dirt bike guy. Right. You've had your, uh, from what I've saw on the internet, like I told you earlier, I've been yeah. Googling you pretty, pretty a lot <laughs> in the last couple <laughs> of days and stuff, and you've, that looks like you've traveled all over the world doing this, um, or all over the United States at least. Yeah, North America mostly. Yeah, you know, if you want to include, uh, uh, not really going into Canada, but you know, in mm-hmm. Mexico and and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, we do a lot uh, across the U.S. Um, we we started focusing. Actually, let's let's reel back. I'll, I'll okay. go right back to the beginning. Go ahead. When I was six years old, my neighbor <clears throat> um, bought a. Uh, the little Z50, the Honda Z50. Yeah, yeah. And they taught me how to shift gears up to go from first to third gear. Yeah. They didn't sh- tell me how to shift down. Yeah. <laughs> so I used the mailbox to slow down and stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's how you stopped. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So uh, that's, that's, that's where I uh, that's where I ended up was uh, oh, in the yeah. ditch up against the mailbox. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> that sentenced me to a life behind bars, you know. Been hooked been ever since. Been ever since, yeah. That's, yeah. that's how it starts, you know. Some people just got a knack for things and they find their little niche in life and they just go with it. Right. And so, you know, I rode uh, motocross, um, you know, in my teens. Mm-hmm. I did some uh, road bike racing, um, did some jet ski racing, oh, which, wow. was, which was a blast. Um, actually, you know, obviously the apparel of the women at the jet ski races is much better than the apparel uh, of the women yeah. <laughs> at the yeah, jet ski well, Not anymore, but <laughs> back in the day it was. <laughs> But, yeah. uh, and then I took a hiatus, uh, oh, yeah. for, um, since about 94 till, um, really didn't get back into it until 2012. Oh, okay. Um, so I went, um, about 18 years, you know, I had a couple dirt bikes, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with the kids as the kids were growing up and riding yeah. with them and stuff. Um, but I bought a GS, a BMW GS mm-hmm. in, uh, 2012. Yeah. Took it out for the first time. Had, didn't even have the braking miles on it, and I come around this corner and I'm riding this thing <clears> like <throat> it's a dirt bike. Yeah, and on a gravel road, and I start drifting off the road. Oh, and you know how much a BMW yeah. GS is? Yeah, they're not yeah. cheap. No, they're not at all. <laughs> and, and so this thing starts going huh. off the road, and I'm thinking, I'm just going through my whole head. What am I supposed to do? I'm, I'm trying to do everything that I used to. I'm hitting the brakes. Nothing's working. Yeah. I'm trying to uh, settle it down, hitting the rear brake, all this other stuff. And I go down into this ditch, and I'm doing about 45. Mm-hmm. And next thing I remember, I'm laying in the middle of the road on my back. Oh, God. And I'm like, I just spent $18,000 on this motorcycle. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and I wadded it up. Right? Uh-huh. That's what I'm yeah. I turn around and look at it. It's sitting upright in the ditch. Really? It had hit a rock, 
with the crash bars. And okay. the big crash bars that cover those, yeah, those yeah. big heads that stick out. Uh-huh. And it stopped that bike instantly. Wow. I flew off, landed in the middle of the road, and it just stood there. That's crazy. And, and all it did was dent the or bend in the, the crash bar. And wow. the bike was still sitting there. So I rode home. I was in Mountain Lake where they uh, where they uh, filmed uh, oh, Dirty <clears throat> Dancing. Oh, they, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that yeah. is right. They did film that there. Yep. So yeah. I was up there. I was up behind there riding down in Virginia. And so I rode back to Williamsburg, Virginia, mm-hmm. got home. And all the way home, I couldn't figure out what I did wrong until I was almost about home. And I realized I never turned the ABS off. That's what, the ABS off. That's oh, why okay. I couldn't stop. That's why I couldn't slow down or, you know, I was hitting the brake to try to get it to slide or settle yeah, yeah. down or whatever and set up in the corner. I couldn't. So yeah. anyway, um, next time I took it out. I take it out to this little place called the uh, Mud Road in yeah. uh, West Point, uh, Virginia. Yeah. And I go out there, and I did not make it 30 yards. And really? I was staring at the back wheel again. I was really? so... To say I was upset yeah. was an understatement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, kicked, I kicked the bike yeah. and walked to the road. Okay. I left the bike right where it was laying. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, $18,000, I got to learn how to ride a bike. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, yeah. I'm thinking, you know, I raced motocross. I road raced. I did all this stuff. I know how to ride. Yeah. I come to find out I didn't know how to ride. Yeah. What I didn't know was how to use a clutch. Okay. You know, because you think about when you race motocross or when you race road bikes, the only time you use a clutch is when you take off, really. I mean, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of guys are just banging through the gears. Yeah, that's true. You know, other than, you know, backing into a corner <clears throat> and you're pulling the clutch a little bit and getting it to slide in, right. you know, on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, or when you're taking off on the road bikes, yeah. or the ra- you know, road bike racing. But other than that, you're you're not using a lot of clutch. Yeah. Unless you're a trials rider. Trials riders, th- I think those are the best riders in the in the world. Oh, yeah. You know, because they, they grew up using a clutch. And yeah. understanding how to apply power, lay power down all the yeah. time, all the time. So, uh, so anyway, I went home, <clears throat> I did some research, um, and spent a month in an area, probably I'd say 50 by a hundred in my front yard. Yep. Yep. And learned how to use a clutch. That's what somebody told me to do when I bought my first motorcycle. It was a, what was that bike? Uh, it was a V-Star Custom 1100. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't a dirt bike or anything. But he's like, uh, have you got any like property around where you're at? I'm like, yeah. He said, take it in the grass and drive it around. He said, I guarantee you lay it down. He said, but rather lay it down in the grass than on blacktop. Right. And I did. I did that. <clears throat> I never did lay it down, thankfully. Uh, but I could absolutely see what he was talking about. You know, you're going to wreck it, you know, right. stuff. I've never ridden dirt bikes or anything like what you what you're accustomed to, but I know people that have, and they say that it's a completely different type of riding it, it, between the two yeah. different bikes. Yeah, between like a cruiser you're talking yeah, yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is, and you know, the the big thing with dirt and and adventure bikes especially. Yeah, um, you have a big mass and. It's very easy to bring <clears throat> traction mm-hmm. when you're on dirt because you have 100 and some horsepower on dirt. Wow, they got that kind of horsepower? Oh, yeah. I think my 1250 GS that I have currently um, has 125 or 132 horsepower. Is that the, what you got in the back of your truck out there? No, that's my uh, KTM 500. Okay. Okay. 
That's my rally bike. Oh, okay, <laughs> rally bike. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's the one I seen you on, I guess. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, uh, but you know, you have all that horsepower, and then you have all that weight. You have you mm-hmm. know five six hundred pounds that you're trying to propel or stop. Yeah. And to do that, you have to know how to keep traction down to the ground. And that's what I meant by learn to use the clutch. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I went in those small areas, it's real easy <clears throat> to do anything fast. Yeah. You know, you on a, on a motorcycle, because you have these two little things underneath the bike. They're called wheels. Yeah. But you, they can also be referred to as gyroscopes. Oh, uh, yeah. And they keep, they keep you upright. Once, as long as they're spinning, yeah. that bike will hold itself up. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. see those videos of people mm-hmm. falling off and the bike going forever. Yep. As long so as it stays at speed. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so it's, it's real easy to do stuff at speed. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult to do those things at, at, at very minimal speed. And when I say that, you know, under five miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I did. I trained myself under five miles an hour with balance, clutch control, mm-hmm. and seeing how little throttle I needed to get the thing to propel it to propel across the grass and stuff Keep like up that. and stuff like yep. that. And what I found was <clears throat> you don't need throttle. You only need to learn how to use the clutch, learn how to feather it. You know, that's what we used to say is feather it. Yeah. A lot of people say slip the clutch. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, it's not an on off switch. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I had to learn. I had to learn that it wasn't an on off switch. And as soon as I learned that my riding ability went through the roof. Yeah. Um, that's when I started. That, that's when I believed. That's when I really learned how to ride. Okay. And so, a couple months later, I go out and uh, ride with a uh, a dealer that does does a local did a adventure ride in Roanoke, Virginia. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so anyway, they would do that monthly. Well, they did it one month, and then they skipped a couple months. I'm like, hey guys, what's going on? They're like, we're just too busy to do this. Yeah. And yeah. I said. Well, well, do you mind if I lay out the tracks and just tell everybody to meet there and I'll go ride with everybody? Well, yeah. And I, yeah, that's what they said. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I went out and I, uh, went out and I did it like two weeks and, uh, the sales manager and a couple other guys were out there riding with us uh-huh. and they're on dual sports. A couple other guys are on GSs yeah. on my GS and, uh, we get done with the day and the guys on the dual sport go, can you teach us how to ride the speeds? that you're riding that oh, yeah. and the comfortability and go through the train that you're going through. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah. And so that's how Zach Adventures started with. Yeah. With the I training. was looking that up on Facebook. You've got this, this Facebook page called Zachary Adventures. Everybody needs to go check that out because now let me get some understanding on this. When you're talking about adventure riding, mm-hmm. is that like over type of overland riding yeah. and stuff like that for, I mean, I, I'm not saying I understand it all, right. but for the people listening, that's kind of overland on a dirt bike. Yep. Um, okay. So it's, so it's, uh, <coughs> it's like a sport tour, you know, okay. overlanding on a sport tour. So you're going on a lot more gravel roads. And what I always tell everybody when they come in and, and we train them is, is we're not trying to train you to be a racer. Yeah. We can, yeah. and we have trained guys to race, mm-hmm. but, um, we're more just trying to make their world bigger. Yeah. Yeah. So when they're riding along, they can look at that gravel road or, or forest service road or whatever it is and go, instead of looking at it and going one day, I want to go up there. Yeah. I want, I want the, I want to see it the day that they look at it and go, all right, I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. and, and, and that's what, that's what I'm looking for. Okay. And so that's, that's what we kind of stuck with. I mean, I did a lot of off the bike camping, um, the first couple of years. Man, that would be so much fun. I think. 
oh, it, it, it is, it is. And, you know, you progress, um, mm-hmm. you know, you start out with, you know, all these farkles and all this stuff. And, you know, the dang thing weighs, you know, a thousand pounds when you're yeah. done because you have, you know, the kitchen sink in the back. Oh yeah. Um, but then you, then you start weeding down through and you start realizing, well, I haven't used this much. I yeah. haven't used this much. Uh-huh. Or I've never used, actually I should say, I've never used it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then you find out what creature comforts you want, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and then you go from there. I mean, I went from, they used to call it the, the bouncy house, which was my tent. It was a four man mermaid tent that I could actually stand up in. Oh yeah. Yeah. I went from that with blow up, uh, 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 they're called maps, uh-huh. which are memory foam and air yeah. mattresses. Yeah. Yeah. And I would bring those with a down comforter sheets and a pillow. And, you know, that's where I started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and the down comforters because you can, you can collapse that down. Yeah, right. Um, so, so that's kind of how I started out. And then I started weaning that down. And, I mean, I went through. I, I had a buddy of mine who, uh, this Bob guy, and loved him to death. And what he would do is he would go out and, like, camp stoves. He'd say, all right, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to figure out what camp stove I want. Uh-huh. And he'd buy like five or six or eight camp stoves. Wow. And he'd go, he'd live in his own house like uh-huh. he was out camping. Really? Yeah. And he would use that <laughs> stuff. So, so he, so that when he would go out, he knew exactly which one he'd want. Yeah. Well, then he'd have, so he'd keep the one he'd wanted and he's got like six other ones that he would just start selling to, you know, friends or yeah, put it on Facebook yeah. or whatever, uh-huh. um, which was great because he did a lot of the R&D for me. And then I started weaning my stuff down. Okay. And uh, then come to find out one day I was uh, a buddy of mine said, hey, you need a hammock. So, oh, yeah. So I'm like, oh, man, I don't know if I can sleep in a hammock. You know, they they sit there. Yeah. They look like a ben- you're sleeping as a banana uh-huh. and all this other stuff. I like sleeping on my side. Yeah. And uh, one of my buddies goes, no, 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 I have one of those lay-flat hammocks. Okay. And I said, lay-flat hammocks? He goes, yeah, it's a bridge hammock from uh, Jacks Are Better is the the company. And uh, so I'm like, all right, can I borrow it? I want to see what it's like. So I I used it for like five or ten nights, I don't know, Mm -hmm. like in three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We were camping a lot. We'll just put it that way. Um, And uh, I fell in love with it. Yeah. And I, the, the company ended up being down in uh, Newport News, Virginia. And I was living in Williamsburg at the time, which is yeah. just down the street. Uh-huh. Um, so I sent an email to the company. And the guy goes, oh, yeah, I've seen some of your stuff. Um, I'd like to run you through our product. Uh, where do you live? And I told him, and, and you know, I said Williamsburg, so I'm not too far, far from your facility. He goes, well, um, where in Williamsburg? And I told him, and he goes, I live right across the creek from you. I'm wow. right behind you. And I'm like, what? He goes, come over Saturday and I'll, I'll show you one of our systems. That's crazy. Yeah. So I, I thought that was super cool. That so is Jack, cool. Jack Tier was the guy's name. <clears throat> two two retired army guys. Oh, yeah. Who, who had developed it. And uh, so anyway, I go over to his house and he says, all right, well, this is our Jacks Are Better uh, bridge, Bear Mountain, was it Bear Mountain hammock? Yeah. Uh, it's a bridge hammock and it has spreader bars on it. And that's what, so it, if you look at it, the the webbing in it looks like the uh, like a suspension bridge. Yeah. Okay. And that's what keeps it flat. And then you put the uh, spreader bars in each end, uh-huh. and it holds it holds it wide. 
Well, I ain't never, I yeah. ain't never seen one of those. So that's pretty neat. It, it, it was, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I still have, I still have mine. Oh but, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I, uh, he, he walked me through it. What he did is he, he set it up yeah. and he tore it down uh-huh. and then he goes, okay, your turn. So oh, then yeah. I set it up, I tore it down. And after I tore it all down, I was like, all right, you know, we're, you know, I was going to put it back in his garage. He goes, nope, that's yours. Wow. That was I'm cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> when, when you start <laughs> checking these things out, you'll be like, yeah, I'm, I wrote it down. I'm going to check them out. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but he get, you know, the, the key is, is you got to have a nice, uh, uh, under quilt, mm-hmm. um, to keep you warm. Yeah. Anything, once you get below 70 degrees, you'll freeze to death in a hammock if you're, if you oh, don't wow. have it. Yeah. Uh, under quilt and the whole idea behind the under quilt is it hangs free underneath the hammock uh-huh. so that it will um keep keep you warm yeah um without compressing the the down okay that's so, ingenious little yeah. thing oh, yeah i think it's neat and uh so anyway um so i got that um finished off that year um my buddy chad and i who mm-hmm. were camping and riding together a lot together yeah um we did 110 nights in the woods wow yeah that, that I was going to ask, how long was you out there? <laughs> yeah, that's got to be just amazing. Oh, it was so much fun. And that's that's over the course of the whole year. It yeah. wasn't like we did it in one stint. Um, so just, like you took amazing. off and 110 days later you came back? No, no, or, no, no. Like the beginning of the year to yeah. the end of the year, we spent he, – he actually says it's over 110 nights yeah. in the woods that we spent. He says he can just, just – he can only uh, – look at his calendar and know that he knew it was at least 100 at least 110 yep and god that's got to be amazing all the way down to seven, 17 degrees one night um and jeez i was never cold now how many like how many in that 110 days all put together how many miles would you assume that was that was <sighs> that we rode oh yeah. i think i probably put 40 to 50,000 miles on my jesus that year. Forty to fifty thousand miles. Yeah, of of dirt and gravel <clears throat> and, and pavement. We we mapped um, just about all of uh, West Virginia and Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, we even went up into Pennsylvania, did some stuff. Yeah. Um, Tennessee. Uh, yeah, I mean, we just we really really enjoyed it. And Chad being from Pocahontas County, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course, we have to go up into the the Mongahela. Oh, yeah. <laughs> up yeah. into the mine as they call it uh-huh. yeah. uh, <laughs> and uh, spend some time but yeah so back to the the riding so it, it narrowed down that system i mean i could by the end of that uh year i was able to put my uh tarp up hammock have everything ready yeah and i mean push my bike out from underneath my tarp because i would i would put the tarp up roll my bike under so everything was right there uh-huh <clears throat> about two minutes 31 seconds I think wow. I think there's a video. That, I think there's a. Uh, I'll have to a, check it out. A YouTube video of me doing it, or unless it's still on my. Phone. Yeah, you got a YouTube channel too. You're yeah. everywhere, man. Well, <laughs> I haven't put much t- I've put too much time into my content, and, and yeah, yeah. that's something that people keep giving me a lot of grief about. And I'm, uh-huh. I'm trying to do that, but I'm re- doing it reluctantly. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember we were talking about the video yeah. I got to do, uh-huh, and yeah. I haven't done. You know, yeah. you know when I was contracted to do that video? Yeah. In January. Oh yeah, <laughs> what is it yeah, now? It's July twentieth. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. anyway, so so that all evolved. So <clears throat> so motorcycling and motorcycle camping evolved um, evolved for us. We did a lot of adventure bike training. Um, mm-hmm. We did. We started out at first uh, just public, you know, uh, 
kind of uh, promoting ourselves, yeah. you know, with dealers and stuff like that. Hmm. And then I got a lot of dealers um, on board where they just, I've gotten to the point where um, dealers hire me. Okay. I don't do many events myself. I just tell the dealers, hey, um, you have 10 slots or mm-hmm. you have 20 slots, depending on what type of event they want to do. Yeah. It's going to be, and then I'll pick a place that's close, you know, semi-close to their place, but a place that they their riders have to ride out to. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I set everything up, and then I just give them a flat price, mm-hmm. and they sell it to their <clears throat> their clients, and they show up, and I you know I train them, answer any kind of questions they they want. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you the part I enjoy best is every night about seven o'clock or so we start a fire we oh, sit yeah. out there and we drink some beer and we shoot the shit that's good that's good <laughs> stuff that, yeah. that's my favorite part because <laughs> yeah you, know, you think about it my buddy chad and i we had a lot of time to talk to each other on uh-huh. campfire yeah and uh there's a there's a joke i have with chad is is i always tell everybody when they leave me and they're going to see chad for the first time yeah. and they're going to go either spend the night with him or go camp with him uh-huh. i go four o'clock four o'clock yep and it means 4 a.m. Okay. That's when you'll go to bed. Oh, yeah? Yep. And they're like, nope, 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 nope. We're gonna... <laughs> and, and, one, yeah. and Chad didn't know I was doing this to him for uh-huh. a while. And one time I was out riding and ran into this guy riding around the world from New Zealand. Oh, yeah? Yep. Wow. He camped with us one night. No campsites. It was a holiday weekend. We had one. I thought it was one of our riders, one of my buddies coming in. No. Yeah. It wasn't. It was this guy. He rode right past us. So I walked up and cut him off mm-hmm. and said hey there's no campsites left but you're welcome to to camp with us you know we're other motors guys mm-hmm. so he came over and got with us and next morning um we went for a nice long ride together uh, i took him up some pretty gnarly <clears> stuff <throat> some fun stuff took him up to the top of reddish knob there in uh in virginia yeah and we're sitting up there and we see this big storm coming in oh wow and i, and I looked at him and i said we got two choices and he said, what are they? I said, I said, we can go to the bottomless mountain and camp yeah. in the rain tonight. Uh-huh. Or Man. we can we can, we can can bust our butts yeah. back to my house. And I know where there's a good place to get a burger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he chose option B. Oh, yeah. I, I would have too. Yeah. But, uh, that, would be, uh, that would be freaky to get caught out in a storm or something like that. I imagine you probably did several times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and actually, we got... We got caught in that one, and I was actually just talking about this three days ago. Yeah. Someone was talking to me about uh, they, they had a storm come in on them while they were at the top of that mountain, mm-hmm. and they said, I just got out of there before it came in. Wow. And it was probably one of the one times I actually considered stopping yeah. in a storm. It was that bad. I could, really? My visibility, I was down to probably five, ten miles an hour. Oh, wow. And when you talk to the people that I ride with, uh-huh. you'll understand what I'm saying because – um, I, I barely stop for pictures. Yeah, yeah. I just like to ride. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. have fun. And I, I make sure everybody's in comms because I want, mm-hmm. I like talking just like I'm talking here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like talk. <laughs> yeah. and, and it makes it more fun. You know, you're like, yeah. oh, shoot. Did you see that yeah. red tail hawk? Did you see that bear? You know, whatever. And, and you do. You see a lot of bears, especially on those GSs. I, I was going to ask if you ever in, had any encounters with the wildlife or anything, but yeah. Oh, yeah. It, and, and it's funny you say that <clears> because, um, uh, one time I took my wife out for a ride uh-huh. and we were, uh, in Newcastle or Catawba, Virginia. Yeah. And we're riding along and she goes, you think we're going to see any bear? 
And I go, we're not going to see any bear. It's too busy here. This road's too busy. They're just, they're not going to be coming up on the road that we're on. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm like, I'm positive. Don't worry about it. So we ride up and, you know, we do a couple water crossings. We even stopped and videoed a couple water crossings because they were pretty deep. And, yeah. and uh, so I videoed them and we, we go across and then we're riding right alongside the creek there for a little while. And, and you know how you have a two track uh-huh. and I'm in the left side two track up yeah. against the creek traveling and all of a sudden this bear pops out of the creek oh wow bumps us over into the right two track and runs beside us for it felt like three miles but it was probably like 30 feet yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i would imagine so (laughs) and and then it dove in wow and then and i mean you know i tried to accelerate whatever yeah but you know it was maybe a 80 90 pound maybe 100 and maybe 150 pounds i don't know yeah, one, uh, one of those small ones yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, 150 but, pound bear no yeah. big deal the bear, the bear don't scare me that's that's not the scare me it's the people out there <laughs> oh yeah? <laughs> yeah you never know what you're gonna run it out there no yeah. no and all, all uh joking aside you know what um yeah hit some deer yeah. um totaled one bike hitting a deer didn't get injured um but you know everybody has a deer strike. Um, well, if you story. ride long enough, you, it's inevitable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You just got to have your head on a swivel. Understand how they're going to react. That's that's the biggest thing because some people will freak out at me because they're like deer, 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 and yeah. I'm not slowing down. I'm like, well, no, w- where they're at, the way they're positioned. <clears> you know, you, you look at them, you know where they're going to go. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can. Granted, majority of the time you, you, they could turn on a dime on you. Uh, absolutely, but majority of the time you know where they're going to go yeah and uh so i don't really worry about that too much mm-hmm. um i mean last last fall it was probably the closest i've had in a long time yeah i was it was about four i guess about four o'clock in the morning uh-huh. i was heading to pikeville Pikesville, okay yeah um to pick yeah. up a buddy of mine yeah. he had had a really bad motorcycle accident oh wow and uh he was getting released that day so i took off on my gs because his his uh, truck and trailer were still here yeah um so i was gonna ride my gs just put it in the back of his truck and haul him and his wife back home yeah um so i come running down <coughs> route He's 11 okay, though. yeah yeah he is oh, he good. is he, he, man he had a heck of a heck of a crash i mean five, uh nine ribs uh punctured both lungs uh, broke a femur and I mean he's a big dude like you I mean yeah, yeah. I mean when I say big dude I don't mean right right I mean just a thick yeah yeah thick guy I mean triple X hands just a gloves just a brute yeah he is yeah, yeah. I mean and to break a femur I mean that's something like, yeah yeah <laughs> that's what I was thinking and, and at the speed he literally was doing about five miles an hour when it started he he was at Hatfield McCoy's yeah and yeah Last ride of the day, of course. You know how that goes. Yep. And he goes to drop in. And what he didn't know was when we drop in right there, we turn to the left. Okay. Well, he didn't know that. And when he dropped in, he didn't turn to the left. He went straight. And I mean, I'm telling you what, I've never tried it because it's too damn scary to me. Yeah, yeah. And he dropped in and just, he caught a rut and down he went. He tumbled down probably 150 feet. Wow. And uh, yeah, but... You know they they got him out. He he's good now. He's still well, he's still doing some recovering. Yeah. Um. He's one of my trainers, uh, Ryan Anderson. He's one of my trainers. Yeah. Great guy. 
um, great uh, instructor. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad he, he finally came back. We did my uh, one of my spring classes. Mm-hmm. He came back for it, and it was his first one back. Well, that's good. I'm glad to see that he's yeah. doing good. Didn't yeah. Get, I mean, any further, uh, you know, injuries or stuff. Well, yeah. Most yeah. of the time, man, that's the thing about motorcycles. I mean, uh, <laughs> there isn't no small accident on a on a on a bike. <clears throat> no, you, you very gotta, rarely. Yeah, yeah. We have, you know, you, you go through that and you think about it, but um, you can't you can't ride scared though either. It'll get you killed. It will. It'll get you killed. I remember when I first started riding motorcycles. Uh, I got a buddy that's been on a motorcycle his whole life, and I had just started riding, and uh, we took off down 421 to go to Richmond, and we was going through a stretch of the road called Jackson Hollow real curvy part of the road you know anybody on a motorcycle loves the curvy parts of roads and uh before we got to that a part of the road there was a little little stretch there and uh the biggest coon dog i'd ever seen in my life ran out in the road and i kind of froze my first the longest trip i'd ever took on a bike you know 40 45 mile to to richmond and uh i just kind of froze you know being the novice rider that i was and my buddy was behind me. He swung over into the suicide lane and uh, hit the, uh, pulled the clutch in on his back and revved the motor. Uh, I mean, just as just as high as it would go. Scared the dog off. You know, I'm like, that comes with experience. Something mm-hmm. like that right there. Scared the dog off. You know, I, I didn't know what to do. I was like, oh, God, I'm going to hit this dog and kill myself. But he kind of sw- just swung over in the, in the suicide lane. Pulled the clutch and revved the motor, and the dog got out of the way. We went on. Yeah, it's it's <coughs> so sometimes you know. I hit the horn a lot mm-hmm. just to see if they'll react. Yeah, and in fact, I was doing it the other day, and I go, "Man, this might be stupid, but <laughs> I'm coming up on this guy. And I, I'm watching, and I don't know what he's going to do. This is this is one of those ones where you don't know what he's going to do, uh-huh. and you're clipping along about sixty five, seventy, and so I just I hit the horn because I was like, "All right, it gives me enough time to react." Yeah, yeah, I hit the horn. He turned, went into the woods. I was like, "All right," mm-hmm. and uh, you just, but you don't know if he's going to run out or if he's going to do that. But yeah. I knew if he run out, I had enough time to break. Mm-hmm. If he went back, we were everybody was safe. I'd say most of the riding is just anticipation. Yeah, you know, anticipating ahead of you. Yeah, I and, would think. You know, and and in the more seat time you have, the better you react to things because everything becomes a muscle memory, <clears throat> yeah. and, and you're not thinking. As soon as you start thinking. Everything goes slow. Or let me rephrase that. Your reactions go slow. Yeah. Uh, when it's all muscle memory, mm-hmm. the incident goes slow. Okay. That makes sense. I, I see what you're saying. Yep. You know, so slows you, down time, kind yep. of. Yeah, because I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you're riding or, or it doesn't matter what you're doing, whatever yeah. you're really, really good at. Um, everything slows down for you yep. in those important moments mm-hmm. or those stressful yep. moments. And it, and it feels like it takes forever for it to... To I've been in those situations a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it it, it, uh, it it really is a that's a that is a real thing. It does slow down and kind of kind of gives you time to react to certain situations. Mm-hmm. I've been in uh, situations like that in my in my job, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff, and in just in general life, you know, it, it, that is a real thing. Yep. Yeah, and that's uh, <clears throat> it's funny because I remember my son played uh, ice hockey when he was younger, and he was. Uh, uh, he came by the bench mm-hmm. humming or singing oh, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> and the coach 
comes to me afterwards. He goes, do you know your son sings or hums <laughs> while he's on the ice? I said, I said, really? And he yeah. goes, he goes, you know what? He says, I love to see that. And I said, why is that? He goes, cause that means the games slowed down to where he's relaxed. Yeah. And he's just, he's just playing as yeah. fun and he's just, and, and so you can anticipate better. Mm-hmm. You react better. Yeah. He says, you just become a better player. And then mm-hmm. when the time, you know, that means it's time for you to go to the next level and push and push. Yeah. So, and, and that's with everything, Probably. Um, you know, <clears throat> I always, I always say to people, yeah, I should say my, my son says to people, cause we're always calmed when we're riding. Yeah. They say, once my dad gets quiet, that's when you start worrying. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, that's when we used to get punished. That's oh, when yeah. we used to. <laughs> that's, when, that's when something bad's gonna happen yeah. when we're riding. But yeah. shit's getting real. You uh-huh. know, you yeah. know, the train gets really serious. Yeah. He says all of a sudden he starts getting a little quiet. If he's still calling out lines, yeah, it's it's not that serious. Oh yeah, but if he stops calling out lines, yeah. You <laughs> shit's about to get real. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, I can relate to that. Uh, again, my job, you know, you'll yep. be walking around the the compound or a housing unit or something like that, and it's super, super loud. Generally, in a in a prison, I mean, you can mm-hmm. imagine. Oh yeah. But if it gets quiet, the hair on the back of your neck starts standing up. You're like, oh, it's about to hit the fan, you know. And, and this is for every officer that's done the job any length of time. You can you can feel it. It's just as you can feel it like this table right here. Mm-hmm. It's it's a real thing. You, you know, you just know something is about to pop off. And nine times out of ten, if you like, I say, been doing the job long enough, it does hit the fan mm-hmm. when it gets stone cold quiet. Or you can stand there and watch. If you see ten, fifteen people looking this way, you better be looking over there, seeing what's going on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, I know what you're meaning. Yeah. It gets quiet. Something's going on. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you when you when you say that. I, I was going to say I, you know I can understand, but I can't. I mean, with what you're doing yeah. and stuff like that, I, I can't because I've never been in the situation. Yeah, and, don't go to prison. Uh, <laughs> I try. I try to stay out. <laughs> I've come close a couple of times, but you yeah, know. <laughs> I believe everybody probably has come close once or twice in life. I know I have. Right. I could, I've told people before I could have been on the other side of it, you know, very easily a few times. Mm-hmm. Luckily, uh, I smartened up. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. So, but yeah, so the uh, so yeah, with the riding. You know, I, I know we keep going off down, as as Chad would say, it's a spur. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh shoot, let's go down this rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And and my my son was rode with me two weeks ago, and he goes, he goes once he says, hey, let's go check this out. Oh, that looks neat. Uh-huh. He says, you say no. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and Chad goes, Chad goes, and, and it was funny because we went to my buddy Chad's house as we were coming back through uh, after riding together for a week, my yeah. son and I. And uh, he goes, uh, he goes, how I was riding. He goes, well, you know how it is. You're 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 happy. You're all done with the day. And Dad says, hey, look at that spur. Let's take that. And he goes, oh, yeah. hey, no, no, no. Right before he said that, Chad goes, oh, look, a spur. <laughs> 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 and the last time that happened with Chad and, and, and Nick and I, we ran out of water. Oh, yeah. In 100-degree heat. Oh, yeah. On the roughest train we had ever been on with wow. those big bikes. 
and it took us like three or four hours to get ourselves out of there. Wow. And it was just one of those, hey, you know, we were just taking a leisure ride that day. We were actually coming back from camping. Yeah. And so we really didn't need anything. We were going to be riding on the main roads. Uh-huh. But there was that one road that we had never taken. We decided, oh, let's take that road. Try it out. And then as we're going along, we're like, oh, look at that spur right there. Let's uh-huh. take that spur. Yeah. And turned into four hours else. later, we... <laughs> We were hating life. I got yeah. a picture of my son, and he's got his. He, he didn't even have his gear on. He, he's he's got it strapped to the back. Oh yeah, yeah, because he's that hot. Wow. I mean, it was just, and we're coming down through just this rocky, nasty yeah, yeah. trail that it hadn't been probably driven in twenty, thirty years. Wow. What about that? That's something else. <laughs> have you had the opportunity since you've been here to take any or take any other trail riding around here? No. Because we've got some good ones. That's what I hear. And Man, some of the best riding in the world. I've had so many people <clears throat> come up to me, oh, you got to do this. You got to do this. Yeah. Matter of fact, before I came, before I came, buddies of mine that ride with me in Virginia, they were like, we just did this ride, this yeah. dual sport ride through uh, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And they go, it was the best ride I've ever done. You need to set up a tour for this. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go check it out. And he and he goes, but note to self, do make sure they're expert riders or advanced riders. He yeah. goes, this is not an intermediate ride. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. So, so I was like, so I was very excited about it. But <clears throat> getting here, you know, um, I did get to ride a couple times. Okay. Um, you know, we, we can say what we can say is, you know, that there was some uh, uh, car companies testing yeah, uh, yeah. rally race cars here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and that's what we're that's what brought me here this week. So I could beat people, mm-hmm. do some networking because I'd like to do a rally here. Yeah. And when I say a rally, I, I mean a roadbook rally. Oh, yeah. Kind of yeah. like a, um, I say a Dakar, you know, or a. Uh, or a uh, Sonora rally or mm-hmm. a, a Baja rally. Yeah. We, there's some non-official ones run in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, that are <clears throat> because you just can't do them um, because they're just the land is either locked up um, yeah. with BLM or for yeah. service or whatever, and you mm-hmm. you can't run at speeds on those. But you got some private land here. Yeah, you got forest service. You have no BLM, so we don't yep. have to worry about that. Yep. Um, and you have a lot of county roads yep. that are that are really good, and then you got dual sport side by side trails. Yes. Um, and you know, and, and that's, yes, that's the easier stuff. And there's some really wicked stuff too. Some yeah, they are. amazing single track. I was talking to a guy today about it, but, uh, yeah, I, I haven't had a chance to ride any of that. <coughs> I do plan on coming back. Well, when you, if you ever get the opportunity to come back, uh, if you want get with me, I'll take you everywhere there is oh, to, awesome to, to ride here. I, I'd be uh, honored to take you around our trails. It's really endless. Right there from where we was at, yep. down there where testing was, uh, there's what everybody around here local called the Turtle Trail. Just wide enough for an ATV. Uh-huh. I mean, it's tight. And it stretches, I think, into from there to Rockcastle County. Okay. And uh, I used to ride it. I didn't much ride it the whole way into Rockcastle County because I was a whole lot younger. Right. 15, 16, wasn't allowed to go that far by myself. <laughs> but uh, right from where they they launched at down yep. there to the left is where the trail starts. And then you've got... Uh, oh, yeah, right across that, yeah. that, water, or yeah. that water break thing yeah, up to the left. That bank right there is yep. where it starts. Oh, and, nice. uh, yeah. But you've got Big Wild Dog, Little Wild Dog, Travis, S-Tree, 
mm-hmm. uh, grassy, Newberry, it, oh, but just endless possibilities with riding. I'll tell you, um, even <clears throat> even the roads that they were testing on, which are you know a different type of road, mm-hmm. even though they're for service roads, they were great riding roads. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, you get into that the the uh, the adventure crowd loves that. That, yeah. that that's perfect, and and there's so many miles of it here. Yeah, um, yeah they are, and, and and they're so they're just great roads. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and and so I got to do a lot of that. Yeah, um, I didn't get to ride any of the the trails or anything else, but. I mean, even this morning, a guy saw my bike and he came up and he, he started talking to me right there at Tessin and, and he goes, when you come back, mm-hmm. we're riding. Oh, yeah. He says, I've ridden these these trails, the single track yeah. and the, the side-by-side trails. He says, I've ridden them since I was a kid. Oh, yeah. And I'm still riding them. Yeah, and a lot of people has yeah. been. And he said, "There's, I'll give you roads <clears throat> that you didn't even, or trails that people don't even know are there still. Oh, yeah. There's, I'm like, there's a lot yeah. of hidden gems. Oh, yeah. Really so I'm, I'm very excited to come back. And, yeah, and you, you definitely do, whether it's with me or somebody else. Please oh, do yeah. because, oh, I mean, no. for sure we'll, it's, we'll uh, get together. There's a, there's a place called the airport, and when I say the airport, everybody knows exactly where I'm talking about. It's probably one of the most famous spots for riding in mm-hmm. Jackson County. It's got slate banks to climb and uh, mud holes, and it, there's a straightaway for – seeing how fast you can get and right. seeing how quick you can stop before you run off the cliff and right. stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot to it. And, uh, I actually got to see you on your bike down there. Where, was it, was I down at S tree or where, where was that? Turkey foot? Turkey foot. Was that day one? That was day two. Day two. Oh yeah. Yeah. Day two. When you was going through the course, I think, uh-huh. uh, making sure everything was clear yeah, clear, clear or something the, like clearing Yeah. The, clearing it. Yeah. Man. Well, how fast was you going? I got up you to was, you I was, got up to about ninety one. Ninety one. Now, <laughs> for let me uh, let's see. When you turn right into Turkey Foot, instead of going right into the campground, you're going up the hill. Is right. where where I'm talking about. And that first curve down that stretch is where you was coming around at at ninety one miles an hour. So that's insane. So when I'd climb out of there, the traction was so good. That my front wheel would come over the would come off the ground as I came over that first little bit I and started it. in that straightaway. Yeah, and it held all the way to that corner. I was like, when I'm coming go, heading to a corner and my front wheel still in the in the air yeah. from my acceleration, I was like, I can't believe the traction on this road because uh-huh. I expect you know you, what you expect is you're going to lift, but you're going to hit some loose stuff mm-hmm. and and it's going to bring you back down whether you want to or not. It's just yeah, going to yeah. drop your front wheel because you've lost traction. Um, but it held it, and it held it in a power position, not like way up or, right, right. or whatever. But you know, Just maybe about a foot, you yeah, yeah, about a foot off the ground. So I mean, it was like, yeah, it was. That's the traction, and you know, when I lifted for that first corner mm-hmm. and set up, I was like, holy smokes, this is a fast <laughs> course. And I'm thinking to myself, how fast are these car guys going? Because that, that's, I mean, I only had about three more miles an hour, four miles an hour. Yeah. And my bike's topped out with the with the 500 because okay. it's not geared to to run at those speeds. Yeah. Um, and when I say that, I mean, it it will probably top out, I'd say, 94, 95 miles yeah, yeah. tops. Um, that was impressive. I saw you come down. We was staged up up there on the side of the road and i heard you coming i'm like i'm not you're just not used to seeing anybody go with those speeds on those roads 
And I was like, this dude's going to get killed. He's crazy. I was thinking to myself, you know, and, and then you come around that curve and it kind of fishtailed with you. And I think I even mentioned to you, I'm like, yeah, it got look, broke loose on you or something in there. Or you, 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 I, I thought you, you were showing off. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, you said you I like, thought you were showing off. I said, yeah, no. <laughs> no, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> it just I got like, away oh, for okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's just a quick one. But, yeah, I mean, uh, that corner there was a really, really slow corner. It was tough to tough to do. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm really just uh, not running it at race speed totally yeah. through there because one i was i was more there to clear the course right right mm-hmm. and there were still a couple trucks on the thing and i think uh, yeah i think the one of the firemen said he had to clear his britches when i came out of one of the uh-huh. cars and he was guaranteed <laughs> he was like <laughs> he said he said you went by me and he goes i i I thought you were going to be my hood ornament well you know i heard a lot of the conversations that you probably were previewed to yeah nobody's seen anything like that around here so this is all new to everybody else and all the emts and stuff that was there there's like i don't see how these guys do this because they've all been riding this road their whole life mm-hmm. on whether it be a, a dirt bike or four wheeler or side by side and we think we're doing something at 25 35 mile an hour so when you see a dirt bike or a car go around this these these gravel roads at top speeds Oh, you're just like, these dudes have got a death wish. It's amazing what you all do. It really is. The nerve that you've got (laughs) is is impressive. Well, uh, thanks. I, you know, that goes back to, it slows down for you. Yeah. Once it, once it starts speeding up on you. And Mm -hmm. there was, I, I I had a little bobble, which I wish people were in that corner when they saw the bobble, because that's one of those, oh shit moments. Yeah. Yeah. But it's only an oh shit moment for a split second because you found you're out. Right, um, right. And coming back to you guys one time, there's a hairpin right before they get, get to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came into that way hotter than I should have. Oh yeah. And I had it, you know, locked up. I was in, I was in full slide. Yeah. Both tires were, were, were sliding Man. and, and I'm grabbing front and I just said, Oh shoot, there's a <laughs> bank right there. No problem. So I, you basically slide off the course right into the the bank, you know, over the ditch. Yeah, and you use that as your berm and go. Yeah, and but you know, I mean, you know that road. Yeah, there yeah. ain't many of those. No, they ain't. You, there you, is not. <laughs> you miss you you misjudge one of those corners like that. Yeah, you're gonna be wrapped um, around a tree. Yeah, or you're yeah, and 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 you're dropping down the down yeah. the mountain a little ways. Yeah. Um. So yes, yeah, so, but uh, you know. <clears throat> But those are the places where you you see some of the options, so you know that you're going to push a little bit harder. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, if I had set up properly for mm-hmm. for the run, you know, I could have run at race speed and, wow. and actually enjoyed it um, yeah. a little bit more. I mean, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Oh, Trust yeah. me, my my adrenaline was going through the roof. I don't I see how you can do anything like you all do and not have a blast. Oh, it was well. You saw me when I get off. I had a grin from. Oh, you smiling every time I saw you. This is the happiest dude I've ever met. <laughs> gets to well, do when this. you get to do that, yeah. 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 And then, uh, and then you see, and then you see the 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 car. You know, I mean, you know, we talking about my speed. Let's talk about his speeds. That oh, was incredible. Lord. He was hitting a hundred and twenty-one miles an hour in that straight. That's unbelievable. Yeah, and then he was averaging. Averaging 90 miles an hour on that, what was it, almost five-mile uh, yeah, test? Yeah, four or something. Yeah. Close to five miles. Yeah, and then, yeah, it was like four, eight, four, nine, whatever. Somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah, so he's averaging. 
Ninety something. I know. I know. I I bet you. I bet you my average couldn't have been much more than fifty four, maybe fifty five. But that's so. That's that's so fast on those roads, though. I can't even imagine being on a dirt bike or any kind of two wheels, much less a car. Going that type of speed on those roads. And then you talk about being in a vehicle hitting 121 miles an hour. And everybody <laughs> around here that knows Turkey Foot will not be able to fathom going that fast on any <laughs> part of that road. Unless they saw it. Unless they saw it. And I'm sitting there like, God, oh, this is amazing what, oh, yeah. what these people are doing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this county, uh, uh, to my knowledge, I've lived here for 43 years my entire life. I, there's never been anything like this come to Jackson County. So f- to have such a big deal mm-hmm. come to I mean, this county it, is huge. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and <clears throat> you know, in a month, they'll they'll announce who is here, yeah. what was here. Yeah. Because, you know, they were they were testing uh, a, a new car and stuff mm-hmm. like that is what they were doing. And um, so, but... They liked it so much mm-hmm. that you that one, you know, you're going to have a rally in in September here. Yep, yep. Um, they're working on a uh, a three uh, three event mm-hmm. for next year rally. Yep, yep. With the cars. Yep. Um, which is going to be awesome. I think oh, that's yeah, be really good. I think it's amazing. Um, and the way they're kind of doing some of the stuff, like the. Uh, the, one of the best things, and I think everybody, if there's anybody that you know from around this area that listens, um, you got to get out there for uh, uh, for the uh, shakedown. Yeah, yeah. Because when, when they do shakedown, you want to see some crazy stuff. Yeah. Because during shakedown, everybody lets it all hang out because because mm-hmm. it's their you know first time that that weekend <clears throat> running, and um, you know. Uh, the other rally events I've been to, I've, I've only run a rally that's similar to this um, three times before. Yeah. And uh, this is a closed course rally. Mm-hmm. And for bikes, you don't know. You're, yeah. you're just running because you oh, don't yeah. have a co-driver. The, the the cars have the co-driver. This yeah. sits there and tells them, okay, Can't this corner is that this. guy either. Oh, I would I'd be vomiting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be fighting you to get out of the vehicle. <laughs> but they're telling, you know, corner to corner to corner. And, yep. uh, uh so, but, but it's just speed and, and when they do shakedown, you know, they don't really have that. They have a little bit of an idea, but they don't have it all. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, you get out to shakedown, they'll, they'll make sure it's a good spectator event. Yeah. So you can see these cars and, and, uh, I mean the, the shakedown that we usually do, the, the one that I've done is the, uh, the sandblast rally down in, uh, South Carolina. Okay. And it's very conducive for bikes. What's really great about it is when you screw up a corner, mm-hmm. They, they've, you know, it's it's sand. It, okay. it, it, it's like sand roads, yeah. and some of them are hard packed, is what we were running out here. Yeah, and some of them are like beach sand. Okay, you know, I mean, really, really loose. loose. But majority of them have a little bit of a berm mm-hmm. on each cor- on, on each side of the road, it's like because they grade them down, but they yeah. don't knock that grade back in. You know how out here in the Forest Service they dig it up, yep, put it out in the middle of the road, <clears> and then they let it grade out to the outside, so it's yep. nice and even. There. They just take it and grade it out because, you know, it drains yeah. automatically. It's sand. Yeah. So so you have big mountains on the all down your road. Oh, okay. And so you have two lanes of, and and on each side you have a mountain that's probably foot and a half, two feet high. So it's a berm. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And uh, so, yeah, I mean, but during shakedown, if you go to that first turn. Yeah. <laughs> 
you see bikes going off. Oh my god! <laughs> they come, they come sliding into that. Matter of fact, I got a video of this year. Um, uh, like it was about eighty. I think I got. I think I slowed down. I think you can see my speedometer or something down to about eighty-one miles an hour when I hit that berm. Wow! And I went over it. Oh, and yeah. into the next one. So there was one that was like two feet high, and then there was one that was about four feet high. Thank God for the four foot one, because I you can hear the expletives coming out of my mouth that's as right. I, I I'm like, <laughs> and that's yeah. that's all you can hear on the video. And then yeah. it goes up, and then you just hear the throttle go back on. Because as soon as you're over, you're like, oh shit, yeah, I'm yeah. okay. Let's get back in. I'm amazed. <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> Let's get back in. Man. But yeah, in 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 granite, that didn't happen again. But you know, you you do that, and you do that a couple times. It yeah. it puts a little in you, and and, and also slows you down a little, which is kind yeah. of sucks as a racer. Oh, I imagine so. <laughs> <laughs> to correct, but <laughs> but uh, you know. It, it was, you know, it's still a great event. We we had a I had a blast this year. I always run a big bike. I ran, you know, we talk about the big bikes that I do the training with and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, the first time I ran it, I did it in 2017 with a BMW GS. Okay. And you know that bike? Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. a rally bike. Yeah. And then in sand. Oh yeah. At you know 80 90 miles an hour. Uh huh. Well, then the next year, you know, I got real smart. I got myself a 1090. Okay. KTM, uh-huh. which is great, much better in the dirt and the sand, yeah. but the speeds were ungodly really? on that bike. Oh yeah, there was there was times where I was getting well over 130 miles an hour in straightaways. God, on that I bike. can't even imagine. I'm like, well, trust me, <laughs> when I was doing it, I wasn't watching that until like I have you know I was doing some video. I'd run a GoPro here and there, mm-hmm. and then I'd see it, and I'm like. What the hell am I thinking? Yeah, yeah. And but at the time, you don't think nothing of it. You're just you're just running because it's, it's still accelerating. Yeah, and you don't see a turn. You're fine. And, <laughs> and, and you know you're you're running this road. And, and what's 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 I heard one of the guys that used to win all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, Bill Conger. He said to me um, once. He said, "Look at the look at the trees." And I said, "Why am I looking at the trees?" He goes, "Because then you can see when the road turns." Because you can't see the road, really, when you come over humps or rises and stuff like that. But if you look at the trees... The tree line? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. It you know, up, follows the grade of the it, land. Well, it follows the road. So so if the, you'll see the opening. So if hmm. it starts to turn, you'll see that it starts to close down. But if you see a straight... If you see light, yeah, stay, don't lift. Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, really you does. still lift, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and, and, and so... The, so 2017 was was the uh, <laughs> I didn't do it right. That was or I'm sorry. 2018 mm-hmm. I ran it with the KTM uh, 1090. Yeah, um, just way too fast of a bike for that. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I say that I just don't have the big balls that some of the other people do to run those right, speeds. Right. Um, so this year I came back and ran it on the 500 and yeah. didn't did okay. Got third overall. That wasn't too That's bad. That's good. And uh, That's good. I'm I'm ready for next year. I'm, I, I have a taste for that. Uh, oh yeah, number one spot now. Okay. <laughs> so so one of my good buddies, Ian, he, he got he got first overall this year. And oh yeah. And uh, uh, I keep telling him I'm gonna come down and ride with him and and train with him. Yeah. And uh, he says you're not allowed. 
Oh, oh, you're <laughs> not I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he's he, he's one of those guys that would be cheering you on as you pass him. Oh yeah, I, that's I, good. Yeah, that's I, awesome. I like to say I'm that way, but I'm really not. Yeah, <laughs> too competitive. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool stuff, man. I mean, I mean, what went on down there? I've never seen anything like it in this county. So. Uh, uh, we're really hoping, I'm really hoping that people around here open up their minds to it and stuff like mm-hmm. that and allow, allow it to happen more and more because around here, people, including myself, want more for the community, want more for the county. Mm-hmm. And so you look at what we have to offer. We don't have the, the big jobs, the big uh, uh, factories or anything like that. Mm-hmm. We don't have many jobs in this county. But when you look at the county from the outside what do we have we have all this land national uh, uh daniel boone national forest and all these trails and stuff like that that's what we have to offer mm-hmm. so this county needs to utilize it and let these people come in and, and take advantage of what we have because it's a lot of fun i was very uh honored to be invited down there and see that it was great you, I you enjoyed know it. I, i'm i'm 100 in agreement with you on, on you know there's so many more things here mm-hmm. and in I'll, I'll say there's actually more opportunities here than just that yeah i, I think it's a, a a great area it's you know when when people think of coal and and that type of areas that have been depressed yeah. because of you know lack of economics and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's not as I was surprised when I came in. It was not run down like I thought it was going to be. Right. I thought it was going to be run down because I'm, I'm used to, you know, no offense, West Virginia. Yeah. I, I love West Virginia. It's one of mm-hmm. my favorite places to go because it's so rural and, and the people are still, you know, salt of the earth people. Yeah. But there's just some really run down areas. Mm-hmm. And I, I, yeah, there is, there's some, there's some places, but it wasn't near as bad as I expected when I came in yeah. and, so I got real excited, and, and first day, my wife says, so how is it? Because every time I go somewhere, you know, it's not just about um, what I'm going to do. Yeah. It's about the area because, you know, yeah. we want to find a place that's a great place to live and, well, yeah. and, and be and stuff like that. And, and I said, I said, I love this place. Yeah, and, yeah you told me that down <laughs> there. You loved it here. Yeah. And she goes, what do you love about it? And I just replied, the people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Said, and and then when I talked to her, you know, because it, it can't get into the deep details. And then that, you know, that evening when I talked to her, I told mm-hmm. her, you know, it, it's not as depressed as as you'd expect in right. an area like this, because right. um, it's it, it already has started to revamp. Um, yeah. And and your economic development people, your uh, tourism people for yes. economic development, are way ahead of the curve compared to a lot of other places that are, are that have been depressed like this and and some of the uh, programs that you guys have out there for for bringing people to this area are yeah. amazing and it and that's just it's blown my mind I've never seen you know going to an event like this I don't see what I saw this time um, usually when I go to an event like this you know it's just the rally guys mm. and a couple people that want them there yeah, um, yeah. and you know, and that, and that's it. Yeah. Um, and occasionally you get that Karen out there. That's, that's, you know, chirping at you. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and they don't like seeing you, but I'll tell you what, 
you know, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, we, we did have one Karen out of all those days. We had one Karen that gave us a little bit of grief. Right. Um, I, believe, I think I heard of him <laughs> and <laughs> heard uh, something about it. <laughs> so, so, but, um, some of the people that we expected mm-hmm. something out of nothing, they were, they were, they That's were actually awesome. very, very, there were one, one guy, um, we had to stop and hold for a while mm-hmm. while we cleared the course so he could go down to his place and brush hog. Okay. Well, he, he goes down there and he does his brush hog. You know, he came back. That was day one. He came to every day to see <clears throat> what was going on because he goes, he goes, I just went down there to bush hog and I got the show of my life. Oh he yeah. Says, I had so much fun. So he came back every day that's to every awesome. one of the events and uh so so yeah when you see something like that and, mm-hmm. and you see that support but it wasn't just that support it was the support from the community yeah. i mean i met economic economic development people from uh jackson county from lee mm-hmm. county from what was it gray is it gray county or i mean uh yep i i could yeah. I, I couldn't go through them all mm-hmm. I, I literally couldn't i i literally had to get out my my uh notebook and write down everybody oh, yeah. who I was meeting, yep. all the way into people from Taswell County, Virginia. Yeah, they was um, people yeah. from pretty far off came down here yeah. to see all, this. All to see this, <clears throat> and also to see what the uh, economic impact of bringing someone or something like this just to their area for a short period of time. Yeah, it was. It was. I just was so amazed with with the uh, participation, the input. And the people that came out, I mean, I met, gosh, three representatives yep, for the state. I met one. Yep. And mm-hmm. um, like I said, economic development, actually there was five economic development, uh, uh, different, let me rephrase that, different areas yeah, yeah. that that were represented. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some had three or four people like that. Those Remember those three girls or four girls? Yeah, those ladies, yeah. they was there. Oh, yeah. And the, and just i mean smart as a whip that i mean and the things that they help you with you know helping you with grants helping you with impressed. the steps through it all and and i mean you know they came down and started talking and and you know as we were talking <laughs> before this we were talking about what i kind of do on the side yeah or yeah, what we'll i really do to support my habits <laughs> my hobbies <laughs> um you know uh raising capital and and, and putting companies in place yeah, these yeah. places that are are good for them and for the communities and, uh, you know, after talking with these ladies, I changed my, my whole plan of being here in, in Kentucky. I was here to scope it out, to run a rally event and yeah, I made yeah. a roadbook rally and, and do that. And I'm still doing that 100%. I mean, awesome. I mean, I'm the event I want to put on is if anybody wants to look up like the Hellas rally, mm-hmm. um, H E L L A S it's in Greece. Um, oh yeah, that that's the type of event that I'd like to put on here. Um, the rally community will go nuts over it. There's nothing like it in the U.S. Um, <clears throat> the closest thing is uh, the Baja Rally or the Sonora Rally, which yeah. was the Sonora Rally was an FIM event this year, which uh-huh. was a, uh, a world stop, World Cup stop for for rally. Okay, um, so those Dakar boys, everybody, you know, all the big boys were here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be that next year. Right. Um, and which is which is good and bad. Yeah. Uh, good because now it brings the <coughs> the little guy back into it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, you know, the, the, the things that the pros that I talked to about it, um, said that they missed about it. Mm-hmm. You know, the best part about the snore rally is, you know, you'd have this little lady making you, uh, uh, tacos when you came in after racing yeah, yeah, and they, you know, they had to lean that out. They had to, they had to kind of push that out. Well, you know, that's what you're doing for that community. You're, you're trying to bring the, the community in to get support, not, mm-hmm. not your people. Right, right. Yeah. And so, so that's that's the part that was just amazing, you know. And I'm going to go back to where I was talking about that with the rally, yeah, or or the uh, or the testing. Mm-hmm. You know, these people were there to see where their money, you know, or you know, their their, you know, the, why these people are being employed. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and even commission, even the commissioner of Kentucky was there. Yeah. You know, the head of the bourbon trail was there, you know, and and big names. Yeah. It was just amazing to me to see all these representatives and these people down there and that, and just the smiles on everybody's face in the community. I mean, I had, it it was funny because we, we had, uh, what was going to be a Karen show up on a side by side. And oh, that's not thank you. I heard about. In the yesterday, a guy comes out, and uh, <laughs> and when this happens, oh. one of his buddies had mm-hmm. just been out there watching the course, and <clears throat> he stops in front, about about ran into him, yeah, on, in his truck. <laughs> he hops out. I mean, the doors fly open. He goes, "Oh man, you should see what I just saw." He yep. said, it was amazing. Calms him down. Yep, yep. He said, and you know, the whole tone of the 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 interaction changed, and, yeah. and it was just really neat. And yeah. you know, to see that in the community, and the excitement, mm-hmm. um, and to know what's coming, you know, for the community yeah. with these rally events and stuff like that. I'll tell you what, and these, the kids that came out, I mean, there was a lot of kids that came out yesterday. Yeah. Um, cause it was real easy spectating site. Uh-huh. It, was, it was real close down the thing. You didn't have to go as deep as like you did when you were there right, the, right. The two days ago at Turkey foot. Um, so it was, it was really, really neat. So just, you know, to be able to get, uh, to show what, what these guys are doing Yeah. and you know, they came in, you know, they, they took every Airbnb in this area. Yeah. You yeah. know, because people because need to think realize, you know, with all these people coming in, uh, that's that's money spent in the county. Yep, yep. And and you so you think about that, and then they all rented cars. Granted, that, that money's not really coming in, the right? Right. Um, you know, they all took flights in, blah blah blah, uh, except for the the truck drivers that right, brought right. in the rigs. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, all Airbnbs hired a local lady to to cater, you know, lunch. Or breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yep, when Isaac, she was on the podcast. Yeah, and yep. and so she got to do that. And what's funny about it is, uh, you know, they ran late every night. And, oh, I and, figure and, they probably would. And, you know, she was bringing out dinner, yep. you know, four or five o'clock. And these boys, you know, they're they're wore out. I mean, you saw I them hustling when they're, when they're changing stuff on these cars. Oh, I was and so impressed by that. Oh, so they're doing that. So three meals, that ain't it for them. Every night they're at the down at the uh, you know the only restaurant in town, <laughs> El Dorado, <laughs> yep, the only restaurant in town, and having another meal. Yeah. So so yeah. you know they're you know so there's that and and you know the truck driver, you know you saw you saw the snack table. Yeah. 
Yeah, I did. <laughs> he, he makes sure he makes sure those boys are fed too. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah. So so they just there was a lot going back in the community. Yeah. It was, it, I, I like to see that. Um, and you know, just as much as you're, you know, bragging on the people in, in, that live here in this county. I got to throw it right back to you guys. You all were very nice, very cordial people. Everybody I talked to down there, uh, Eric Hubbard introduced me to you. I immediately liked you, you know. Uh, everybody that I spoke to down there, I, I hate to say it like this, but you kind of, there's a stigma that goes along with Being up outsiders and the coming to these small towns. You think, oh, they're probably stuck up and don't want to talk to us backwoods hillbillies or something like that. Yeah. It was not like that in any way, shape, or form. Everybody I talked to down there was so nice and just thankful and to, to, to take part in it and have the opportunity to do what they was doing down there. Right. So, yeah, that was it was awesome all the way around. It was just a great, great time. Oh, and, and, you know, that goes twofold. That really goes twofold because, um, one, they were so welcomed. They're not used to – the rally group is not used to really that, that type of reception. And when I say that, that type of support, they're used to fighting with – uh, the the law enforcement are fighting with the force service yeah. just to get you know a day. Wow. Okay. And this was all welcomed. And you know, they, <clears throat> when I left, they were they were hopping on the grader to go out there and grade up some roads. Yeah. And yeah. And, and you know, it was ready to go. And they got uh, one of the local guys. Um, was it Allen Company? Yeah. As the yeah. the gravel. He, yep, gravel. He, yep. he he donated a bunch of gravel. To, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. See, that's great right there, man. Yeah, uh, I got to brag on the local, you know, the emergency mm-hmm. management team and the EMS and fire the volunteer fire department. They really pulled it together. It mm-hmm. was as professional as anything you'd ever see. You know, they had the, the little staging areas to make sure everything was safe throughout the course. They, they handled it really well they did they for, did. for something to, like this to never come around mm-hmm. this part of the, the this uh, in jackson county i mean you would have thought it was uh just another day right and my from my in my opinion you know they handled it real well i was impressed they did they did an excellent job i mean from day one they organized <clears throat> really well they had everything set out they knew exactly where to go um they knew exactly how to communicate mm-hmm. um yeah. and and it yes it, it was it was a a well oiled machine yeah that's a good way to put it it worked like a well oiled machine yeah. and 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 that was that was amazing but like i said the twofold you know you guys were very welcoming you guys in in everybody in the community did a great you know were very good and it goes back to what we said at the very very beginning mm-hmm. of this this podcast was you know, I grew up in a small town, yeah. and people are the same everywhere. These, yeah, these, that's true. These boys that were out there doing all this, they grew up in small towns. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and and, and you know, everybody's got their their thoughts about other areas. Yeah. You know, yeah, they do. You know, you go up north, they think of the country bunkins down yeah. down south, and the, <laughs> yeah. and the the people down south look at the people up north, and they think they're mm-hmm. city slickers and stuff like yeah. that. And in reality, I mean, you look at the you look at the U.S. map. Yeah. You know. Yeah, there, there's a lot of population in those cities, but there's a lot of rural America. Yeah, they are. I think there's, I mean, I don't know for a fact, but I would imagine there's more rural America than anything. Oh, yeah, I think they, I, I actually saw a map before I came down oh, yeah. of, of what it was, and I forgot what the percentage was. Yeah. 
of that's of, a good thing america yeah no I, I, and and it was funny because um you know some of the guys there that were testing some of the engineers were from england some of the yeah. the the uh engineers were from france yeah stuff like that and it was funny listening to them because mm-hmm. they, they're like you know they, they were talking about traveling they're like oh well you know how far is this from from vermont yeah and we're like well it's what like 10 hours, 12 yeah. hours. And he's like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> he goes, he goes, he goes, it amazes me. Every time I talk about the U S he goes, yeah. he goes, you know, we, we do a lot of races in out in Washington uh-huh. and, and they're based in, in the East coast, the Northeast. Yeah. And he goes, the flight from the East coast to uh, Seattle uh-huh. is just as long or longer than from the East coast to, back to london wow <laughs> so he goes he goes <laughs> he says that just blows my mind yeah. that, that you know we can travel that far across uh-huh. the you know he goes he goes you know what was it um he goes just the counties we're in here uh-huh. um are bigger than like well, well what was the he said he said uh, uh what what city or what state did he say or maybe just the state of kentucky he said it's bigger than than uh england really yeah and, wow. and so you think about that and you know they're talking about traveling going on holiday up in yeah they're gonna travel way far in holiday <laughs> across england and, uh-huh. and you know that's just us going to the grocery store yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> it's so uh, stuff like that always inter- interests me the the differences there are just across you know a few hundred a few hundred miles it's it's really impressive stuff yeah um now i i want to touch on this a little bit too we've we've covered a lot of that and i I really enjoy that stuff but now uh this you've got a brain on you you know inside your head don't tell my wife (laughs) she she won't believe you (laughs) yeah i think i read that you uh, went to uh harvard business school well, uh, uh, did did did, a, did some studies at Harvard. Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, accounting, accounting, yeah. financial stuff. And uh, you have uh, you are the uh, stable Earth energies. Let's yep. let's touch on that a little bit and what all that's based on and all about. Because we talked a little bit before we started recording, and uh, that's that's some interesting stuff right there that you got going on. Well, it's it, it's neat. Um, so a couple <clears> years ago, I. Uh, I did a couple projects and, and it afforded me to, uh, uh, leave my day job uh-huh. and, uh, raising. So I started raising capital for projects and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, I was out in Texas, uh, looking at a, uh, 44,000 acre piece of property for a, uh, solar slash wind slash wind yeah. slash water facility. Water. Yeah. Yeah. Who pays $4 a gallon for water? Well, you know what? I found people. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, <laughs> that's beside the point. Um, and uh, but anyway, I was out there doing that, and uh, uh, the, the one of the guys that was kind of helping me vet the project and look at it and, mm-hmm. and look at the financials, um, he was out there. Bradley uh, Blewett, who's uh, now my part business partner okay. in Stable Earth Energies, he had Stable Earth Energies, and and uh, 
we were sitting in a helicopter <clears throat> going around the property because you can't just drive around a property that long. That oh day. yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> and, and it super cool. Yeah, you know, the, the you landowner supplied it. It wasn't mine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, as we're doing that, uh, we land and we looked at each other. And we go, you know, we need to team up uh-huh. and and do something. So so we put that uh, stable earth energy together. Um, well, I say he already had it. I just joined up with him. And what we do is we we uh, find capital mm-hmm. for um, renewable energy projects. Okay. Um, yeah. And really, you know, the the big <clears> thing <throat> that I like to say is, um, yeah, we vet projects and mm-hmm. and we bring them to to uh, to funders. Yeah. You know, private equity. Yeah. Type stuff. Um, we also work with some grants and stuff like that. He's he's the he's the he's the whiz when it comes to stuff like that and yeah. I just like talking to people and right, right. And, and vetting people and, and, and that's what I was getting to is you know it's 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 one thing to vet projects and, and numbers and stuff like that to make mm-hmm. sure see it's feasible. Um but the, the real important thing is is to vet the people because if you know you can get some real jerks in the industry and yeah. that's that's what we were talking about was um my <clears> biggest <throat> uh uh thing that I I complain about or, or have difficulties with within the renewable energy is the greed okay, and, yeah. and, and meeting these people at the beginning and seeing what they're like mm-hmm. and throwing just a few little obstacles at them um, and seeing how they react. We'll tell you how they're going to react long term. Yeah. And, and that's how we, we kind of do with some of these people. And sometimes it, you know, I catch it and sometimes I don't. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, that, and, and so that comes back to the renewable energies and we were talking about, you know, what I thought about it and, yeah. and stuff like that. And, and, and some projects are great. Um, but a lot of the projects, there's so much greed with people trying to dip their fingers in, yeah. you know, trying to make a home run and retire <clears throat> on, on one oh, project yeah. instead of looking at it as a whole and saying, okay, you know, th- they're looking at saying, well, this is a demand or this is a um, mandate by the government. Uh-huh. And so they're trying to, take every penny out of the project they can and and you can't do that and that's what bradley and i have figured out so we we've really butted our heads with a lot of uh projects and Mm -hmm. and and people presenting projects because of that um and uh so so we don't with that you lose a lot of projects because you're you're like you're telling people hey no what are you doing for you know, $2 million. Mm-hmm. You know, why is your name on here for $2 million? And, and when I say that, you know, we, we think of $2 million and we're like, what is this person? Do? You know, you're mm-hmm. thinking $2 million. That's a lot of freaking money. Yep. Well, yep. it is, but that's, that's a drop in the bucket compared to what some of these people are doing. That's insane. Yeah. I that's mean, you're, crazy. you're talking about projects that are, that cost, you know, a hundred million dollars. Yeah. And people are taking four or 5% scraping it out of it and i'm like that's just asinine to me Mm -hmm. that's why that's why that's why a lot of these projects stall or you hear a lot of complaints you see in you know i don't mean to get on my soapbox but i'm gonna go ahead (laughs) before (laughs) um but but that's what happens is a lot of people um the greed gets to them they start seeing the dollars yeah and and it kills a lot of these projects or make these projects bad projects right right and I want to, you know, there are good renewables, there's bad renewables. Yeah. Um, but the really bad renewables are the ones that are, you know, when greed gets into them. Well, yeah, I mean, I would imagine, you know, I mean, I'd say there's a lot of that, you know, people will come, may come into these 
projects and stuff like that instead of seeing them to the end they kind of maybe think of them as a cash cow or an open-ended account and stuff like that and just kind of take 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 instead of seeing it to the end maybe Mm -hmm. it's unfortunate it is it is and and uh uh, a lot of people have that instant gratification mentality or or entitlement Mm -hmm. um that we're seeing a lot of but then there's a lot of really really good projects and and that's that's what we try to focus on and, and, and look for. And, um, you know, we've, we've met some just amazing, amazing people in this. Um, and we've, you know, funded some good projects. We've, Mm. we've struggled with some good projects. Uh, matter of fact, one of my favorite projects that I've struggled with the most is one that I think would be a perfect fit in this area. And, and I've got, uh, you know, meetings with the representatives. I've got meetings with the, uh, economic development people. Yeah. Um, commissioner said, give me a call. <clears throat> we're going to, we're going to have a sit down about it. So awesome. I think, I think it'd be, it's great for this community. Mm-hmm. It's great for some of your infrastructure that's already in place. That's just laying dormant. Oh, yeah. Um, and you know, that, that's, that, that's what I want to see in, in, in building, getting those jobs back here mm-hmm. so that people, you know, that live here and this, this may not be, you know, great. A lot of the people here might buck this a little bit, but right. you know, if you have a facility here mm-hmm. that can, you can make the same money that you can in, in, uh, London or, or, or Lexington, yeah. you don't have to travel there for work. You can still live here in this area. Well, you're also going to bring other people to this area. So now, right. Right. you know, some of your land's going to go get, get more expensive, but the infrastructure around that's going to be really neat. And, and that's, that's what I, yeah. I love to see is, okay, now you <clears throat> you got some, you know, you're not going to have one restaurant. You're going to have multiple restaurants, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, and nothing against save a lots. They're great for, you know, certain areas, right, right. but you know what you may, you may end up with, you know, another, another, uh, uh, grocery chain or grocery mm-hmm. store that, you know, may be a little bit, uh, different value. Right. Um, right. and you know, to cater to the, the, the different types of people. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it, the one thing I have noticed is the majority of the people are happy to see the, the economic change in this area oh, and, yeah. and, and see the growth. Um, and you know, you're always going to get naysayers. You're going to get, yeah, people. you always will. Yeah. I mean, I was out there on the trail and talking to one of the people that were out there and, and he wasn't happy about the people moving in and, and, yeah. and what could be changing. He goes, I moved here for, for, you know, because it was so rural. That is the truth. You know, a lot of people uh, have moved here from big cities and we've got a huge influx of people in the last three or four years, uh, or maybe even further back than that. Uh, people that moving here that moved here for this quiet, solemn, nothing here they don't want anything here you know and then you've got people that's been here their whole life that don't want anything here and that's fine i'm not knocking that and everything but from my perspective there's more people here that want than not than the people that don't want right but you know at the in in at the same time, a lot of people is under the misconception that, oh, well, why don't they build a restaurant? Why don't they just go do this and put in a put in a theater or just mm-hmm. to go do it? You can't do that because you haven't got the economic value of, of the of the area and to sustain it. You know, mm-hmm. you're just going to be wasting your money at the end of the day, I feel, I feel like. But uh, well, I'm, everything that's going on currently, I believe it will lead us to that. 
Right. And and I'll tell you one of the first things you guys need. <clears throat> my wife made it quite clear because she asked me if there was one here was a was an ice cream shop. Oh, uh-huh, no. I mean, yes, there's Dairy Queen, but, you know, there's nothing. A dedicated. Like, yep. Yeah. You got it. The hand dip is, is where it's, it's way at. to go. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no offense, Dairy Queen. Uh, uh, yeah. Believe me, I like a blizzard. And, yeah, oh, yeah. And, and, you know, I'm a fan some of that chocolate yeah. dipped uh, <laughs> yeah. cone, man. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> but, you know, uh, she just, she put in that, you know, if you don't have mint moose tracks, Hershey's mint moose tracks, oh, she yeah. ain't coming. So, so I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to find something yeah. about that. I would love, and I'm a, I'm a big cigar guy. I love to smoke cigars and uh, I'd like to see a cigar store. Just a big one, big humidor. Right. I love cigars. Uh, it's a, there's a lot of people here. I hope that uh, like cigars, and I would like to see a lot of things, you know. Right. Uh, right. But me personally, I, I'm a big cigar guy. I like to smoke cigars. That'd be awesome if we had maybe like a a store that served coffee or on the mm-hmm. other side, just a coffee shop, you right, know, for right. people to come and sit down and just. You know, have free Wi-Fi there and right. read a book and drink a cup of coffee. And 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 now this is the one thing I heard over and over again before I came here. Yeah, the internet here. Oh, it's the best in the in the United States. I, I was like, what? Yeah. And my wife's like, no, it ain't. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. And, and you know, it's funny is you know I've not had a hiccup. I've videoed her, you know, called her and everything else yeah. to prove it to her. Yeah. And she's like. All right, I guess so. Because, you know, hell, we can't even get out to uh, Greenville, Virginia, which is not too far from oh, yeah. where we live in Richmond. Yeah. And and we don't have good service, and, and we struggle. Granted, they're getting they, – they, they actually got fiber this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so I can't say that anymore. But, right, right. You know, yeah. um, you know, my wife sees people virtually. She's she's in uh-huh. the medical field, and, okay. and she sees uh, people virtually. She does psych, NP. Mm-hmm. Um and, uh, uh, and that was another thing, you know, that's another thing that as you start to grow with this, with some of these, uh, businesses coming in or these, these companies coming in, um, you know, your medical yeah. is going to go, is going to get, you know, much, much better. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the different things that you guys are going to have for options. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, you know, so you got that, <clears throat> it, it just, it just snowballs from it there. really does. It, uh, something like this can cause the, uh, the little town like this to completely take off and take on a whole new face. It really is exciting. You know, there's going to be, like you said earlier, there's always going to be pushback, but I think there's more people that wants it right. than not. Yeah. So, you know, good stuff. We, my, my wife said, uh, she, she was doing some research on, on your guys's area here mm-hmm. and everything else. And, uh, she was, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to find something for them. That's like, uh, Leavenworth, Washington. Oh, yeah. So, so in, in Leavenworth, Washington, it's a, it's a little German town and it's, you know, got the, you know, just taken on that <coughs> whole persona of the German community and mm-hmm. everything else. And, uh, you know, what's funny about that. Yeah. There ain't no Germans there. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, no, it, no Germans, but no, no, no. It was, you know, what it was was it was a it was a group that came out there and evaluated the area, and they said, well, you know what, you just need to theme your your town, huh? Easy as that. Yep, and they're like, what do wow. you mean? You need to theme it to something that's going to attract people. Yeah, and and so you know what, from that to now, I mean, heck, yeah. it's the only McDonald's that doesn't look like a McDonald's really in the U.S. Yeah. It, it, it looks like a little German, 
that's store. That's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. No Germans, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they got some good beer, and they got oh, some yeah. good, yep, yeah. lots of pretzels. Oh, yeah, we, we were out there oh, a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah, we stayed there for a couple weeks. Oh, I could weeks. get pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, some banger. Oh, no, that, I'm sorry, bangers and mash, that, that's England. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's, a, yeah. that's an English but, thing. What's it? Knockwurst and brats and stuff yeah, like that. I've yeah, I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And, you know, the real estate here is available in this county to, to open up multiple types of stores just right in the the town square there in mckee uh there's a line of buildings or uh, storefronts that isn't being used you oh. know uh, that have before mm-hmm. but they you know it's kind of like a kind of uh, moved in and out yeah a move in and out type of thing yeah. you know but uh and, but, and you uh, can tell it was a you know a very it was it was a great community at one point mm-hmm. and they just they had lost the industry and and yeah. so now places have to move out because economically you can't sustain it yeah. um and it was it was really funny you know the first until today yeah i had not drove all the way through mckee and came out the other side towards you like out here by oh your yeah place. yeah and and it was funny because i text eric i said is there a store around here where i can buy fresh fruit and, and he didn't answer me. And I'm like, gosh. And so, you know, of course, Google yeah. grocery near me. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> grocery near me. And, uh, and and it popped up. And there was a save a lot. And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, there's a save a lot. Where the hell is the save a lot? Yeah. So I drove through town on my way out to Teston today. And uh-huh. uh, uh, and I saw the save a lot. But it's not just save a lot. I saw I saw the rest of the freaking town. Yeah, it's I, there. I literally I literally <laughs> only saw like a fraction of the town. Yeah, because all I do yeah. is I come into the light and I thought, well, hell, I'm at the light and it brought me in this way. This has got to be the busiest way, right? Uh huh. And no, it wasn't. Yeah, you keep going and then you uh-huh. hit all a lot more businesses and everything yeah. else. And it it th- then that's when I saw the Dairy Queen and the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the Save a Lot, the other side of town. Yeah, the other side of town. Yeah, I was on the wrong side of the tracks. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, no, it was it was uh, but so it was it, there is there's a lot there's a lot there's a lot you know there's there's a lot still here. And there's a lot of potential in where, uh, you know, some of the businesses moved out. Your town square is su- could your town square could turn into just an amazing niche area. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, if if some all it's going to take is someone to see that vision, and and I'm telling you, I'm looking down there in all those storefronts, like you were saying, yeah, all around that area. If you could, if you could find one person that would want to buy those, you know, oh. buy those up, and then start <clears throat> marketing to like a high end uh, 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 chef. You oh know, yeah, someone come in and yeah. put a nice restaurant in. Someone yeah. come in and put a nice little boutique, whatever, mm-hmm. and all these little boutique shops, and turn yeah. it into that. Just in that That'd little town, awesome. yeah, and and that alone will bring a ton of traffic here, and and, yeah. and that goes back to what your economic development people are doing. Yeah. They're doing that, they are. and and it's just. But what they need now is is you know they only can. They can only market that to people that have seen it. 
Yeah. You know, because they can, you can sit there and say, oh, I can do this for you. I can do this for you. Or, you know, this area is, can support you in this way and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, only so much because until you come and see the area mm-hmm. or you have a, a reason to or a vision to, you're, you're not going to. And, yeah. and after you saying that, it was it didn't click with me until you talked about the town square. I just remember driving through it, and, yeah. and I wasn't thinking about it much. Mm-hmm. But now that I thought about it, you know, you throw your coffee shop down there. Throw your little you know, bakery or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some yeah. German guy out here doing pastries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is that? Uh, what is that? That uh, you know what? I just had a brilliant idea. What's ha- that? Have your bourbon guy put a. Uh, I'm gonna say that, Derek. Have your bourbon guy put a uh, satellite little bourbon tasting right there. Oh, that'd be awesome. You know what? You'll get all that. That yeah, that'd be great. That's a good idea. I'm gonna message him. That's a really good idea. I haven't thought about anything like that. Well, I mean, just here in the last what couple years, you know, we before that there was no alcohol sales in Jackson County. Oh, so we just went wet. Uh, probably, I'm gonna say in the last two years, in the oh, wow. city limits, you know, really? which in that where you're talking about is the city limits, so that would be awesome. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And, then, so and then that's not been available to us within the last hmm? just couple of years. Well, you know, with with a, with a good bourbon tasting room, mm-hmm. what what comes close to it cigars exactly yeah <laughs> i'm thinking about your brother i know i appreciate it don't forget about me <laughs> so yeah so but yeah you think about it you put that in there a couple of nice uh uh restaurants yeah um yeah. now you've turned into a a uh a little uh like attractive uh community mm-hmm. for the people coming out of lexington and stuff like oh, that yeah. to come and spend yeah you know the day even if it's day because i mean it's not that far how far is it from here to lexington uh 55 60 miles not bad yeah uh, but it's so I mean, it's hour. all interstate it's straight yeah. shot to, straight yeah. shot up there so you know and, and what makes me think of is is now looking at that and looking at the possibilities of economic development for you know a niche thing like that yeah what's nice about that is you only get in the tourists and or i say the tourists you get the day tourists yeah yeah um mm-hmm. and then they're going home yeah <laughs> so, so that yeah. Make, that'll make you some keep people them here yeah well yeah. well you know what <laughs> you want them coming back and yeah. and uh so so that that kind of helps you with some of the people that are worried about other people coming in oh too. Yeah. Yeah. um so you're growing without growing too much yeah, yeah. and and you're pacing yourself no. on, your, on your growth but yeah. um that whole area to do that um and I mean, I just I just think of uh, like DC and, and and stuff like that. There's you get into the rural parts of uh, the mountains in Virginia, in West Virginia or Maryland, yeah. and stuff like that. And you know, those are day trips. Those day trips are two, three hours. Yeah, yeah. Now you're talking an hour mm-hmm. to, for these people to day trip out, and this is what you know. And you have the hiking. Yeah. You have. I mean, you have some amazing hiking. Rock here. climbing here. Yeah. So you combine that now you 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 get those people when they're done they go into town you know whether it's whether they go for a nice meal mm-hmm. um, or if they just come in for bourbon tasting yeah. and a nice meal or uh, ice cream ice cream exactly yeah well I gotta have ice cream yeah, yeah. I, I, I just don't even <laughs> say it because it's, it just goes without saying yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean there's a lot of opportunities uh, definitely are it's just you know. You got to have traffic, 
Yep. You got to have traffic to make anything. So how do you work. create the traffic? It's the next thing. Yeah. And yeah. it's all in steps, you yep. know, and bringing, bringing that in, I think, uh, bringing that race in, mm-hmm. um, in, in September is really going to help out a lot yep. getting that traffic out here. Um, other people way smarter than me know how to market to those, those communities. And that's, yep. that's, I think that's one of the next steps for you I, guys. Yeah. I believe so too. I believe so too. I want to touch on one more thing. All right. You mentioned this to me, and I found this real interesting. Biochar. That's <laughs> that's that's that, I'm really interested in that because I, I had no. I mean, I, I knew a little bit about about just char, right. but I didn't really under understand what you was going how you was going to utilize it or plan to utilize it or something like that. Right. That was pretty well, neat to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to Google it while you're. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I'm I, I, like I said, this goes back to there's people there's way smarter than me on this on these type of subjects, um, and and that's why they're the experts. That's why they're doing it. But um, you know, with some of the different processes for whether it's doing electricity, mm-hmm. um, using biomass for electricity, yeah. um, nice clean renewable energy, the cost isn't you know. The, the the cleanest energy is is nuclear yeah. um but it's so godly expensive mm-hmm. um that it's that it's difficult to do okay um and the, and and so now you got to look at different alternatives you know obviously coal's not going to happen yeah. gas is getting pushed out um, yeah. and and so you know where are other options you know there's solar there's wind blah 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 uh there's there's guys that are taking and doing by or d- taking a biomass, um, and you can do either like an existing biomass because um, mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of uh, 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 timber places in in eastern Kentucky mm-hmm. and, and in yeah. West Virginia and in in Tennessee, and with the pulp plants uh, shutting down stuff like that, you're not going to be harvesting that. Yeah. Um. So you got all these tree toppers stuff like that, all that material, that biomass that could be used for electricity, hydrogen, um, you know, electricity or hydrogen, I meant to say, um, or both. Um, and, and, and developing that and, and the byproduct of that, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're, when you're producing it, you're, you're not burning it out like ash, you're taking it up to a temperature and keeping it from actually burning. Okay. And you're using that as it separates to get your, uh, your hydrogen and yeah. you're using that heat to eat water and right, right. make your uh, uh, energy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, but your byproduct is hydrogen mm-hmm. and, and, um, biochar yeah. and biochar. Um, one of the <clears throat> great things to use it for is we were talking about fertilizing. Yeah. You know, 70, 30, did you say it was yeah, yeah, 30% supplement biochar? And I don't know the exact numbers, but it's somewhere. It, I think it's actually less than that, but I'm, yeah, I don't yeah. want to say it's, one or the other, yeah. um, because I'm not an expert in it, but <laughs> with it, the biochar, um, you can use it for fertilizer. So you're reducing the amount of nitrogen you're putting in the, mm-hmm. in, in the ground. So you're, you're not polluting your, your ground near as much with your, your agricultural, yeah. um, or you're just regenerating areas like, uh, like look at, um, Oh, what's it called? Uh, uh, some of the strip mines. Yeah, in, yeah. In, in some of those uh, areas where you struggle to to grow something, or you need to rejuvenate uh, rejuvenate that ground 
you know, you put a biomass in there and then, and then fertilize it using the biochar and it holds that moisture in so that that biochar or so that, uh, biomass grows, you know, quicker, better for, mm. for the facility and yeah. you can harvest it more often. So now you're harvesting it, you know, maybe three times a year instead of two times a year. Wow. That's so, cool. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's very neat. I, I wish, like I said earlier, I wish I knew more about the biochar and how else it's used. Cause it, I know it's used in industry a lot. Yeah. Um, I just don't know exactly how they're using it, Yeah. but I, I, I need to dig into it. I know I'll, when I'm going to read about it too. That's interesting to me. Uh, uh, yeah. I like reading about stuff like that and learning about things like that. Yeah. But it's a great bar. It's a, it's a great <clears throat> byproduct. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. instead of some of the other things you can have. Oh my God. Yeah. So without a doubt. Yep. And, uh, but just finding different, different ways. And that, you know, that's some of the things we see. I mean, there's one project that we're working on, you know, I was talking about that with the hydrogen and, yeah, yeah. and, and hydrogen or just making energy with biomass and having that byproduct of the biochar. Um, that's one of the, the projects that we're working on. Um, <coughs> and we're looking in, uh, different areas and, and, after this week, this is one of the areas that have become very high on our list because it's, it's a, it's a really good fit. Um, that's awesome. That's good news. You know, so there's that. Then, uh, uh, another one is, uh, <laughs> dryers for, uh -huh. and you're going to think this is crazy, but you know, leach fields yeah. in, 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 uh, waste management. Uh -huh. So you have your waste management areas and then you have these, uh, leach fields where the, the, the waters that are completely contaminated that yep. forever chemicals in it. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a guy that's come up with a, with a, uh, with a, uh, chemical or powder that you put into that. Yeah. And into the leach fields. Yeah. And what okay. you, but you don't put it in the leach field itself. You, you actually pull, you pump the leach out. Okay. And then you put it in a, uh, a, uh, a, a, not like a conveyor, but like a tube or something like that. Actually, that's what my job is to figure that part okay. out. <laughs> and, and, and then, but, and then combine that into a slurry and it turns into a gel and then you chop it into chunks and then you dry it in these dryers that they use for uh crop drying. Huh. Um, and what it will do, they're not tumblers or anything. It's actually a very proprietary, uh, product, um, a dryer that's different than most, uh, crop dryers. But yeah. anyway, so as it dries, it dries those, uh, those, uh, blocks or whatever we end up cutting them into. Yeah. Um, and it captures the forever chemical. The what now? The forever chemicals that we yeah. have in you know, in our waters and everything right. else. Well, it takes it out of that leach field and captures that uh, forever chemical. And now you have a clean product at the end that will not release that forever chemical. And then you can store that for that, you know, in a smaller vial, huh. not in like, you know, let's say, <clears throat> let's say for instance, if you had a, a, a block that's the size of this room, which is, yeah, yeah. You, you're not going to when you're drying it, but yeah. let's say hypothetically you have a block the size of this room. Mm-hmm. And then you dry it, you may end up with it the size of your your yeah. control panel there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so huh. because you're getting all the moisture out and all you have is yeah. is that itself. Huh. Right. And then it attaches it to that. And then you can and then and then you have a smaller uh 
item to <laughs> that's that's a that's a waste. We just got to figure out what we're going to do with the waste. We don't know. Okay, so you're yeah. just condensing it down yeah. and figuring we're, out what to do with it after that. Yep. Yeah. And as long, but as it can't can, be used for like anything else, or they don't know that yet. Or you what? know what, my partner Bradley's the one works on that one. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's his. Huh. I, I, that's that's what I've gathered from the conversations that I sit in the background and yeah. hear as I'm as yeah. I'm working on something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, that's like I was down there when y'all was testing. I was listening to everybody talk because I I kind of I'm like a sponge. I try to absorb. Mm-hmm things and learn something new all the time and i was or listening to you and then i was listening to eric and i met Derek lewis uh mm-hmm. uh out of london the, the representative out of london i was just talking to him and we was talking about politics and stuff and i was just sitting there and i was like yeah just feed me tell me tell me more you know right. i love listening about anything yeah, yeah. no and in and, and, and that's the way it ends up being when you're doing <clears throat> those projects like that is you never know what's going to come across your desk and mm-hmm. you know as I was telling my son the other day because he's, you know, he's trying to figure out what he's going to do when he gets out of the military. Yeah. And uh, and I said, you know, the crazy thing is, is every job that I've had or every career that I've done, mm. when I was in high school, I didn't even know existed. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, I didn't know anything that I did was right. actually a, a job or a career, yeah. especially not what I'm doing now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? I get paid to talk to people? <laughs> and, That's awesome. And, and schmooze and, yeah, and, yeah. and network. And I shouldn't say schmooze, but I should say network. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, cool. it's basically sitting around a campfire, That's except awesome. you don't have a campfire. Yeah, yeah. You know? But that, that's, that's, you know, we, we talk about the, the, like my training and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was telling somebody today, they go, what do you, you know, what do you like about, you know, doing your motorcycle training and stuff like that? I said, at the end of the day, about 7.30, we usually do a campfire. And I said, that's, that's when I start to have fun. Well, yeah. Because then that's, it's just, and then it's. That's it, great. That's when you're actually meeting the people and you're getting mm-hmm. to know the people and guards get let down. You actually get to. Yeah. understand who you're yeah. who you're hanging out with i know what you mean i like when uh, go deer hunting or something other go camping while we're uh deer hunting the i mean i love deer hunting i love being outdoors and stuff but the best time for me is when it's we're sitting around cooking talking at the campfire that's yep. the best part to me i so love you, it you 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 you're a chef you like or, or self-proclaimed or what i i, I i'm good on a grill are you? Yeah. All right. I'm good on a grill. I'm gonna hold you to that because that's. Uh, look at me. You I, don't get to I'm, be my size. No, I'm gonna tell even. you something. <laughs> I'm gonna brag. I don't brag on myself in, in too many instances, but I think I cook the best steak you ever eat. I'm gonna hold you to that one because I. Do you want I, me to bring anything? I, I got some ramp butter I can bring to put you on it. Bring whatever you want to bring. <laughs> I'll buy the steaks. I go to a special place to get my steaks and stuff like that, and. uh my wife has. She'll tell you she's never tasted a better steak than mine. Oh, that's awesome! I I, I can't <clears> wait because, I mean, it, if you start like researching and start yeah. following some of the stuff that I've done, you're gonna find that my wife and I, yeah, we're self-proclaimed culinary experts. Oh yeah, or, or foodies, I should say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, uh, I'll tell you what. Anywhere you want to travel. Um, let me know, and I can probably tell you a, a, a good place to eat. Uh, oh, that's awesome! You know, I say I can. My wife actually does the research on the stuff. I'm yeah. the, I'm the person that you know what. If I see 
you know, a hole in the wall. I'm going into it. My wife's yeah. looking on Google to see what the ratings is while uh-huh. I'm walking in there to grab something. And usually, more often than not, it's the best food you ever ever was. Oh. These little run-down, ho-dunk places that you might be afraid to walk into. Right. Oh, I'll, I'll <laughs> tell you what. Um, you know, the the one that actually is, I'm st- I've been stumbling on, and it took me quite a few years to mm-hmm. wrap my head around it, is the ethnic pla- food places in rural areas yeah you know one how the hell did they get there uh-huh. why'd they pick that place yeah yeah and if they did let's we got to check this out mm-hmm. um you know it, it started back in when i started riding the the, the gs yeah um it, well before that i was doing a lot of traveling and i'd stop anywhere in my car mm-hmm. and i'm like oh this looks like good places yeah good yeah place. but uh i was riding out in rural virginia in the middle of i mean nowhere yeah. I mean, nowhere. Yeah. And there was an old feed store that it was a Vietnamese restaurant. Oh, wow. Or no, I'm sorry, Thai restaurant. Okay. And so I go in and the meanest old lady took my, <laughs> took my, <laughs> took my order, but it was the best damn food I'd ever had. Oh yeah. And I mean, she was mean as a snake. Yeah. And we, we, I, I kept going back. I kept going back. Mm-hmm. And she got a little nicer. She got a little nicer. Yeah. And then uh, what was funny is I went back with a, with a, with a uh, female with me. Yeah. And, oh, Lord, she was back to being mean as a snake again. Oh, yeah? She, she wouldn't even, she wouldn't even, after a while, what I figured out is she did not like women at all. Oh, really? Yeah. And, 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 and <clears throat> so, like, didn't matter who I brought in with me. And, like, I'd bring in friends with, with, with their spouse or their friend or whatever and uh or or significant other yeah and she would not even look at them wow yeah and but i'll tell you what some of the best food ever that's good and and i mean i would be in there sometimes and i'd get people from all over the u.s coming into this place Mm -hmm. to eat and 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 there was there was at one time at one time i was sitting there and a thai couple come in and they're going we're heading to thailand we live in D.C. Wow! And this is the best tie we have. Wow! What that that's something. Yeah. And I mean, this is this was five six hours from D.C. Yeah, yeah. You know, how do you find that place? But anyway, it was just it was phenomenal. And it, go back to what I was trying to say was, you know, some of these places. So so that was the one that really tipped me off. But now since then, yeah. you know, I'm finding them all over the they place. They are all over. There's a Filipino place right down here in downtown. Yeah. I didn't even know about. Yeah. When someone told me about that, I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. Why am I getting catered food? I want to go. I want to go yeah. get some food from her. It's it's been going maybe about six months now, I believe. Yeah, yeah. it's supposed to be. I haven't even got a chance to go over there and eat, and I live here. So, uh, but yeah, uh, sounds anytime, like dinner, huh? Sounds like dinner. It does. <laughs> <laughs> anytime you all are in town, uh, they'll hit me up. I oh, keep, yeah, keep for my sure. number. I'll cook you a steak. Or my wife is the best cook ever was. Uh, Nice. When it's home, just down home cooked food, fried chicken. Uh, oh yeah, uh, fried green tomatoes, soup, beans, and cornbread. I mean, it's just all right. So, so, so I will say, you know, that's the one thing I can't get into. Oh, what's that? Which one? The the beans. Oh yeah, you don't like yeah. them? Oh, no, my, I, don't, I, I can kind of understand that. I'm about a one bowl soup, beans, and cornbread kind of guy, well, and I'm done. It's beans, Mary. Oh yeah, yeah. Not green beans. Yeah. Aren't beans to me? They're they're green beans. Okay, you know stuff like that. But and I'll eat lima beans or butter beans. You yeah, know, yeah. I, I love those. Yeah. But for some reason, any other kind of beans, 
I just don't like my wife's like, oh, what? these are so good. I mean, we'll go into places and, and you know, she's from rural Virginia, grew up, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And so she, you know, she she sees those brown beans. And yeah. She's like, oh, I'm getting brown beans. I'm like, yuck. <laughs> that's, that's poverty food. You know, that's, that's what, I mean, that's what I, I guess, uh, you know, you yeah, go yeah. back and you think about the things when you were a kid. Yeah, I, mean, I you know, know what you're talking about. We, yeah. I always joke. I said we were dirt floor poor growing up. And, uh-huh. and my sister-in-law corrected me one day. She goes, no, you guys were outhouse poor. Outhouse poor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. She, goes, she goes, that's a different level. <laughs> that is a different level. <laughs> so that's so maybe, maybe, I don't know if it was my mom had, you know, had me, you know, I, I don't know if we ate beans. You might have ate beans a lot. <laughs> You know, we ate chuck wagon beans, and I like those. Oh yeah, I don't know if you know what those are. Those I are, do. I do. I, well, I think I do. It's like the the it's the white navy beans with uh with sausage. Okay, so yeah, they, I know you know, like about. ground sausage yeah, into yeah. it, and it's just cooked to mush. Yeah. Now my wife loves soup beans and cornbread. Yeah. I'm a one bowl and done kind of guy, but I put a tablespoon of mayonnaise in mine. Really, super good. I'm, I'm going to try that. Try that. That might change your whole outlook on yeah. sweet beans and cornbread. Well, my problem, my biggest problem with it is, you know, I will eat this. I will eat the soup beans, <laughs> but I'm going to eat the whole thing of cornbread. And when I say the whole thing, I don't mean like my piece of cornbread. I like a lot of cornbread. Yeah. In mine too. I'm, I'm going to eat yeah. every bit of the, cor- the cornbread until it's gone. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm just slathering my butter on it. I like a lot of butter on it. Yeah. I do like a lot of butter on my I, cornbread. Now here, here, here's where here's where it goes. Okay. Do you like your cornbread sweet or do you like it salty? Just like biscuits. Do you like them sweet or do you like them salty? I kind of like both. It really yeah. doesn't matter to me. I mean, I don't. I, I really don't know which one my wife makes. I just <laughs> eat it. <laughs> I, now I will admit this: I am not a cook when it comes to. A bunch of ingredients, I'll burn the house down. <laughs> but you put me on a grill where I ain't got to do too much, right. you know, the marbling on a steak has a lot to do with the, the taste of it. And if there's a bone in it or whatever, you kind of, I know all that. Right. But when it comes to making, putting a lot of stuff together to make one thing, that's where I kind of be like, no, I'm done. I'm going to back <laughs> away here. But my, yeah. my wife can make anything. <clears throat> I don't like to bake, but I like to cook. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I wish I knew how to do more. I just, I mean, because bacon. I mean, you're following a recipe. Well, yeah, there's not true. a whole lot of creativeness. In, I need in to baking. maybe put forth more of an effort. <laughs> but but, uh, but, but cooking itself, I, uh, my wife will say we don't have anything to eat. And yeah, yeah. I'll make something. That's um, good. Yeah, but you know what though? The difference is, is I'm usually on the phone here and there, oh, yeah. making some calls, stuff like that. Yeah, and then I'm I'm piddling around. I'm out in my trailer working on something or i'm out working on something that uh you know on the bikes or whatever yeah and she's in there you know seeing patients and working and oh yeah you know so when she breaks she don't want to do anything and, and you know Why? her yeah. brain's dead by the yeah. time she's done so i'm a pretty busy person myself so i can't even imagine how busy you all are <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not <laughs> well wait let me rephrase that i'm busy as can be you, heard <laughs> yeah, that, right? you better you better fix that right quick <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself half the time. I'm so busy. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, this has been awesome. Yeah. Awesome. If uh, if you've got anything else you want to talk about or tell or promote, I, I think I think we covered just about everything. This under has the been sun. awesome. It's yeah. been really really easy yeah. to 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 do this uh, interview. It's, yeah, this has been good. Well, I didn't think it was an interview. I thought we were just talking. Well, we are. <laughs> you know, right? me and Beefy, my my uh, buddy that usually does this podcast with me, had to work tonight. 
Mm-hmm. We was doing an episode, and it got pretty deep mm-hmm. there toward the end. And uh, we kind of forgot we was even recording, you know. And that's usually how it goes in every right. uh, episode that we record. Right. We kind of just forget what we're doing and just go back and forth. Right. You know? Well, th- you know what? That's once, once you start forgetting, that's when the real stuff starts coming out. And, yeah. And, yeah. you know, that's when people want to start listening. I yeah. Think. I feel like I hope that I hope the. I hope they do. I hope so too. Yeah, I mean, it's this is being heard in like seventeen different countries now, so wow. it's a big deal. Wow, it's really? really? Yeah, I think the last one we picked up was uh, Cyprus, which I think is in Greece. Yep. Yep. Well, speaking of that, I just <laughs> said the Hellas Rally, didn't I? <laughs> a little nice little segue. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Nice, nice. But uh, yeah, that'll work out yeah. great. <laughs> We're being heard over there, so let's bring it over here. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, actually, I just want some of the guys to come on over. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you think about it. Well, the, the, then we have the problem, all right? Well, we don't have bikes. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe I need to call KTM or Husqvarna. Yeah. Well, I guess they're all the same company, right? Husqvarna, KTM. I don't Gas actually Gas. know. Yeah, so KTM owns Husqvarna, Gas Gas, and KTM, obviously. Okay. Um, and it kind of goes, Husqvarna is your Lincoln, your, yeah. your, or, yeah, yeah that, that's a great <clears throat> example. Uh, Husqvarna is your Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Your uh, uh, KTM is your Mercury. Okay. And, and your Ford is your, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your gas gas. Um, you know, I, I usually use Chevrolet, and but it's hard to use Chevrolet when the one you're using isn't in existence anymore. When you know, I went, was going oh, yeah. Cadillac, yeah. Pontiac, and then <laughs> and then Chevrolet. <laughs> well, Pontiac's not in existence anymore, so yeah. kind of hard to use that reference. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about Pontiac the other day. I was like, when's the last time I seen a Grand Prix? One of them old Grand Prix, you know, or a Grand Dam even. Oh, I, so when I hear Grand Prix, mm-hmm. I think of the I think of the racing. early eighties. Yeah, gr- Grand Prix or the mid eighties. Okay, yeah, Grand Prix. yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, that that's the Grand Prix. I My liked. mom had a nineteen ninety four Grand Prix. Okay, and I think it was the fast one. What was them called? That was that GT, the Grand or the GT something. GTS or oh ninety four. It was a 94. It was yeah. blue. I know that one. Cause GTP. I had, was it GTP? GTP? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was GTP. GTP. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had a great one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Them was yeah. fast cars. Yeah, yeah. For then. I th- mine was 97, <clears throat> Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It was two-door. It was, mine, ours was a two-door. It was my boss's, and it got yeah. handed down to me in the company kind of thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> was like, a pretty nice car. Yeah, I know everybody was like, how'd you get that? I'm like... <laughs> Just got it. Just got it. Thank you. You're the biggest asshole there is in the group. <laughs> yeah, but look at me. I got the car. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. So, so I, I have to say this before we go. Yeah, yeah. So we were sitting there, and, and my buddy Joe was working with me, uh, and <clears throat> and myself, and in. I'd just come into the company and, and we're, we're working together and we had a, uh, a, a, a call or a, a meeting uh-huh. and all of us had to come into an area for this meeting yeah. and everybody's doing kind of a, a brief of what they've been up to and stuff. And I said, we had about halfway done with it. And I look around and I go, I look, I said, Joe, why are we doing this? And he goes, he goes, don't say <laughs> and I go, and, and so so the boss goes, um, 
so Todd, what do you what do you have to say? And I go, I don't give a shit what he's doing. Oh yeah. And I don't give a shit what he's doing. I only care about what I have to do. <laughs> yeah, Joe's cool. like Joe's like, he's creeping on. He's <laughs> like, don't bring me into this. Don't bring me into this. I said, Joe, do you care? <laughs> New guy's lost his mind. <laughs> and, and we walk out there and he goes, I can't believe one of your first meetings and you're telling the boss that he's wasting yeah. your time. <laughs> wow. That is pretty impressive <laughs> right, and <right>. ballsy. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know any better. Yeah, yeah. I was young, dumb, and stupid. Well, it must have made an impression on him, though. Oh, yeah. Well, I got the car. That's what I mean. You got the car. <laughs> Sometimes I guess it pays to tell your boss off. Right. <laughs> that's pretty good. So, yeah, that was pretty funny. You got the yeah. car. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Anyway. Well, buddy, this has been great. I've really thoroughly enjoyed this and uh, talking to you and meeting everybody down there. This has been fantastic i really appreciate you coming by the studio thank you for inviting me out here i was i was yeah. pumped about this when you when you, you said something about doing this that what you were doing here with uh, <coughs> what's up world and stuff like that yeah um i said i said to my wife I, said, I got back to my room she goes i said i met a guy that does a podcast and i might be on it and she oh goes, yeah she goes what she goes you don't know how to talk on <laughs> she goes this is gonna be horrible <laughs> i'm like i don't care and then the next day she's like this could be really good for you yeah yeah <laughs> and then and then today you know the message was you're gonna kill it you know uh, so, yeah. so she, she's recovering aggressively yeah, getting yeah. yeah more and more on well, your side yeah I, I think that might be some kind of tactic that she has where she beats me down and then builds me up yeah 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 <laughs> She's she's going at it from a military standpoint. She's like, I'm gonna break him down to nothing. That's right. And then rebuild him to what I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she she's working on that. Yeah. My wife did that. I just I just embrace it. Right, right. But yeah, no, this, this is great. I've really enjoyed it. I I greatly appreciate it. I'll come back anytime and yeah, and, we'd and love to have you back. Yeah. Anytime. Anytime you're in town, give me a call. We'll yep. feed you. Uh, yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll tell you what. Like I said, when I walked in this, I was like, "Damn, I love this room." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm like pretty proud. Of it. I'm pretty proud of it. Uh, I, any, you can ask my wife or pretty much anybody that knows me. Once I put my mind to something, I go all out. I, uh, I'm 110 miles an hour, just full force, and I'm, I'm serious about it. Mm -hmm. I take it very seriously, and I don't do anything to lose. I don't. Right. I don't set forth in any effort for anything to right. fail. So I try not to. I have failed before. Everybody's failed. But mm -hmm. I don't uh, go into anything with expectation of failure. Awesome. So, And I believe it's been successful so far, and I'm pretty proud of it. Yeah, it has. It has. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful what you guys are doing. So. I'm glad to be a part of it. Thank well, you. I appreciate that. Happy to have you. That's right. it, folks. I appreciate y'all listening. And, uh Look up Todd Zacher on Facebook and Zacher Adventures and uh, Stable Earth Energies. and Or ZacherAdventures.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On I Facebook, you, right? No, ZacherAdventures.com. You can go right Oh, the our, website. Yeah, yeah, yeah I forgot website. about that, ZacherAdventures.com. I just did that, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just built that. Okay. And the YouTube it's not is... Good. Everything's everything's Zachary Adventures, you know. The, well, you got to make good. that's that's kind of yeah. what you got to do, you know. Mm -hmm. Got to make it. it it's it, a name to remember that, easy. It's an easy yeah. name. Yeah, I get great emails too. Oh yeah, yeah. Toddzacker or at Gmail. Todd yeah, Zachary yeah. at Yahoo. Toddzacker yeah. at Hotmail. 
You gotta, you gotta make it all easily, you know, remember it all good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all, all right, right folks. I appreciate y'all. Have a good one. All right. Thanks, buddy.